past their peak but still had enough about them to give it like a performance like when they were at their height and then I don't know what happened the Undertaker looks like he's had a stroke <laughs> the Undertaker was cool till he became the American badass and then yeah, he just, I, I don't like that kind of killed it a bit like I yeah, walking up on his Harley and yeah I don't like the motorcycle I mean, it, was fu- it was funny but at you the were, same you were a dead man but see when he came he went back to being a dead man and then you're just like now I can't take you as seriously as the dead man because I've seen you last ride though <laughs> and a few of them I think <laughs> <laughs> you're all dead die with the last ride um, yeah, him, The Undertaker, and... I've just got images of Andy Mack just powerbombing birds. <laughs> Through tables. <laughs> tables, beds. Uh, yeah, The Undertaker. I saw him courtside at a basketball game one day. And then I was like, all right, so I know. That's when I kind of had a hint wrestling was fake. I was like, hmm, maybe this isn't real. That, Mark Calloway. I think he's Mark Calloway, yeah. something like that. The, yeah. the, the whole thing that was at K-Fab, that's what it's called, like, or yeah. K-Fab. It was one of them. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. that's that's what the thing is. It's the story. It's like breaking character. So if they, if you see them, that's him breaking kayfabe. Okay. I don't know why that that's the term. Again, we're pretty sure. No, that that's what it is. So it's like um, it was really frowned upon back in the days. If you wrestlers out in public, if they broke their persona that they had in the ring, because yeah. then people would know that it was. But fake. social media sort of totally killed it. Yeah. Because you've got like, everybody knew that when ah, fucking, yeah. we were kids, man. Ah. Like, but know. I think do you know do you remember, do you remember that moment when you finally figured out it was fake. Yeah, there was, I, there was um, a news thing. There was something on the news, and it showed like somebody in a headlock on the mat, and he was telling them like what to do. And I was yeah. like, "Oh man!" I, caught, I remember it was Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock when he was in the WWF, and he was having he was having a fight with somebody, and he got outside the ring, and the person had a female manager, and I can't mean who it was. And the camera guy must have no edited like, or got cut probably as he was coming round to face Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock goes slap me, and then she slapped him, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like rewinding it back and forward on the VHS, like. Why did you tell him to slap him? I still remember how much I hated Vince McMahon back in the day. Vinnie Mac. I love Vinnie Mac. Mac. But I think there was an age thing, though. It was like if you were still sort of supporting the wrestlers, you were still going for the hero. Yeah. And if you're that wee bit older, you appreciated a good villain. Yeah. I, I I never knew when it was like staged and when it wasn't, not as far as the actual fighting, but I remember after one, I think it was a SummerSlam or something like that, and Bret Hart, like, Ended up losing, but it was kind of got it stolen from, him. and he ended up spitting in Vince McMahon's face. That and was, I was like, I don't know. That's the Montreal screw job. job. That's like a yeah. Bit, but that was I was like, like, is that real or why, yeah. is he angry with him for real? But I know Brett left. He left and went to WCW. It was after the that. story not so? Brett was meant to win the title. Yeah, and within the story that had been agreed. So as far as he knew, he was coming away with a title. And then was it Shawn Michaels? No. no. What happened was um, he didn't want Brett, who was the champion, to leave to go to WCW with the WWE title. Okay. So that's why they screwed him out of it um, and got gave the win to Shawn Michaels so oh. that Bret Hart wouldn't leave the WWF as it was at the time and go to the WCW okay. as their champion and with the WWF belt as yeah. it was at the time. Oh, man. That was like... Very, very famous. There's, a really good doc- there's there, some yeah. good documentaries about it. It's actually quite interesting. Really? There's a good podcast... Um, <clears throat> The, the one I talked about is called Do Go On. It's like three Australian comedians and each each week a different one of them does a report on a subject that's been picked by the listeners. Yeah. So it's like the actual essay out and one of them's about the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, all right. Fucking good listen. Like, 
Okay, boys, that, that was some cracking prambo by the way. That was, yeah. That'd be a good pod for you guys, would be just you two on your own, just chatting, getting the listeners just to send you in fucking stuff to watch, and you guys just report back on it every week. Uh, if I had time to research shit, yeah. I'd do it, yeah. <laughs> you boys would be good at that. Just chatting shit. Fucking hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> You'd still be good in the old zingers, like just from completely fresh eyes, like that. This is fucking pish. <laughs> uh, no, it's weird though. Like, I end up, I do watch the odd thing, but it's usually. I don't know, something that has, I'm expecting it to be really good. Yeah. Like everybody's like built it up or as you say, something quite obscure that's just caught my fancy and I'm like... Because again, if you don't have the nostalgia about something then it's going to look shit now. Yeah. Anyway. Mm, Enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Nice chat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, The Thick King. Jordan Patrick. I feel like someone else should say that, but I just start. Yeah, that's weird. If, I can't say cons, man, yeah, but you no, can say. We're all thick kings, but so I'm just taking that. We have all been right. called thick kings. All right. I'm thicker than a lot of you. What about the, where everyone's the thick princes and you're the thick king? Nah, nah. No? I'm not above anybody. <laughs> I'm just the thick king. Uh, those subtle tones you hear are my co host, Mr. Michael Dots, Pod Daddy. Yeah. El Grande Nippes. Just me. The Big Nips. Nips. Nip Dog. Nip. The nipple. Nipsey. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> word with dots. Do a little more of what you want to do every day until it becomes what's real. Yeah? I even rescued it from the wee trip up there, but I do like that. I man. didn't trip up. I did. You yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> Has there been any like words with dots where there hasn't been like a slight stumble? No. No, it was one a couple of weeks ago and you said like, it was a good one and that you got yeah. through it well. Yeah. yeah. I think that's just part of the beauty it's, of it. It's my though. signature now. Part yeah, the, the fuck up. You know, those other dulcet tones, the dulcetest of tones. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> no, I was gonna say I, I was gonna say something, but no, I'm not gonna say anything. That's your old dad and the Mac on the ones and twos, as per usual. What's happening? And we are back for what I like to refer to now because Mike pulled up as we're having a three man weave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but Or a threesome, right? We're having a threesome tonight. No, or? we're not Mike. Oh, Mike yeah, that's, weave. that's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Mike showed up half buzzed. I'm <laughs> 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 ready to fuck. <laughs> um yeah, uh, we've got our Patreons. We do have our Patreons up, ready to rumble. A new Patreon this week. We do have a newbie. Good friend of the show. Uh, la, 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 la. Patreons, okay. Ali Cook. Shout out to Big Ali Cook, smartest man on the planet. Yeah, uh, Andy Henderson. The Shamrock Bowl winner. Yes, Champion Andy Henderson, game game winning, game breaking play, game ceiling interception. Yeah, uh, Cal McLaughlin. I don't know if he's had any game uh, ceiling plays uh, know, recently. Can, maybe he got a new PB in the gym that you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, not my gym. Um, chopstick. <laughs> chopstick lost her. Well, I think we said last she week she lost her phone. phone, but she's back. She's. Uh, I saw she was posting something that Connie had sent her. Oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, was, okay, was we'll get into that, actually. Yeah, yeah we'll get into that. Um, uh, remind can I say with Claire as well? Was, uh, can you DM us, what is your job? <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. is it that you do? And how the fuck can I get involved? Cause I probably should know what she yeah. does. But but I, think I, I told you she's an arms dealer. That's, I this don't know if she's said. holding out on us now, because we've mentioned it a few times, and she's never said what it is. She likes the mystery. We're going to call her out now, chopsticks. <laughs> Uh, Craig 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 It was so funny I was listening to a podcast And one of the guys names Is Craig And all they said was Craig I wanted to put together Like a mashup Of just American dudes Saying Craig 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 Hey Craig 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 McCaffrey 
Danielle Miller. Shout out to Danielle. Free Sarifi. Big Reef Dog. Uh, night and day podcast. Yes. Night and day. Like what about this though? Does that mean like can we pull them up? Because is this like there's our Patreon like Netflix? You can like one person pays for it and somebody else leaps on. Because I'm imagining if PJ is paying for it, then Alana's going to get to hear it for free. Oh, that comes out of the joint account. Right? Oh, okay, that's so cool, that's cool, cool. <laughs> Shout out to Alana for letting PJ <laughs> <laughs> spend it, spend, spend it on us. Money. Thank you guys. Um, hi Rachel. Hi Rachel. Hi Rachel. Uh, Rachel came around the other day to drop off my birthday present just before she took her, f- her flight to Magaluf. Oh, Magaluf! She did. Uh, for those, we'll have to get a screenshot of it and put it up on the Instagram. She done a monkey sword flight, the sequel. Oh, she went travelling in her crisp white signature monkey sword fight tee from Revy Print. If you wow, want to get in was it looked fucking sharp. Yeah, like, I got a white one, but hers isn't it got lager stains on doing it, so it looks boss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yours is manky. Ah, yeah. Then it will vanish. I noticed it last I vanished week. it. It's looking, it's looking pristine now. Vanish is great. I love it. Vanish. vanish. It's all good. Uh, is that us? How, no. Um, how, how long is she going to be out in Shagaloo for? Seven to ten days. Something like I don't know. Oh, nice. I should probably know that. But hi, bestie. Um, Roddy Badass. Roddy Bader. Something hot rod. And Steven Stosh Tosh. Big Stosh. Mr. Facebook. Getting wide on the Facebook. Yes, he's, he's getting wide with you a lot on Facebook. Yes, yeah, I don't know what I've done to upset him, but... Um, we got any feedback? I think we do. Uh, Mama Pats, she... Oh, what was it she said? She loved old man dots. Okay. Uh, Mama Pats is now on Instagram as well. I'm not going to give her a handle, but... Let her do that. She's there. Stuff. She comes back on. She's loving the old Insta. I'm a big fan she of her actually, work. She bumped into Stevie Mac in Nine Wells. <laughs> Nah, but apparently Stevie Mac seen her and came over. Uh, shout out to our boy Stevie Mac, just had surgery on the broken wrist as well. So Yeah, well, okay, so he heard, I assume you heard it skating. Yeah, he heard it skating and he had it in a cast and then I think they were going to operate it. It didn't need to be done immediately. So I let him wait, okay. Yeah, and oh, now, because at one point he was getting it done like three days after it happening, but shout out to our boy Stevie Mac, swift recovery. Oh yeah. He packed the blue tracks out, the blue Adidas piece. He did <laughs> It was packed and ready to go oh, for the hospital. It's like, good man. Chris, fresh to death. Some boy. <laughs> Shall we uh, plough through some of this Facebook feedback? Yeah, go for it. We got, a, we got a bit. We got quite a bit, actually, yeah, no, which is good. Quite, it's a three-man weave. We can do what the um, fuck we want. Ali Cook, of course. Um, we talked last week about um, my failed interview. I don't know if it's failed yet. Didn't get any uh, any feedback yet. So some good news. Sometimes that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No news is good news. Um, but um, we talked about... Uh, you didn't big yourself up enough with some feedback that I got. I think you said you got some too, Andy, or like a while ago when you were at the place that shouldn't be named. Or did you not say that? I didn't say oh, okay. that. Okay, sorry. I'm making that up then. Um, he says, you didn't big yourself up enough. It's up to them to assess the su- your suitability for the role. Unless your job is literally selling yourself, metaphorically, then your ability to big yourself up is not important. Sound like <laughs> That sounds like feedback from wankers, Mike. I agree. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That could um, be. What else do we got here? Be careful about weighted questions. P.S. Kudos to Andy Mack for the proper use of disenfranchised. There you go. There you go. Andy's, yeah. a, Andy's a man of the people. That's why he knows a little shit like that. First, like, class degree, mate. Get <laughs> <laughs> a few things, eh? Okay. Um, we also... Uh, uh, we wrote, the gang tossed out a few ideas on the show. What is your dumb idea that could make the world a better place? So we got a couple of yeah, ooh, let's see bit, yeah. questions on... I uh, got a couple of people on that. So this is Sean Moran. <laughs> this is uh, an app that you can go to see if you've locked your car or not, rather than having to go and check and worrying if you've left it open all day. If this exists, dot dot dot, I want in. 
Now, someone said that that exists already, but uh, I guess it's only for certain cars. Maybe certain but, smart cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a Tesla lets you know if your shit's locked or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People who generally didn't leave with enough money with Tesla just leave them kind of a bit in the street. Do you know what I mean? No, see, my motor, <laughs> like, see, I've, I've done it before. Like, if I'm standing outside my motor, it'll lock itself if the doors haven't been opened in a certain amount of time. Oh, that's cool. Can I just say, I was in the town earlier uh, earlier on today, and when I parked up, you know the back of Domino's car park there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I parked up there, and there was this guy waiting to pull into a space. I was sitting, waiting, waiting, and then he just left it and then drove off. So I was like, oh, there's a space for me. I went to drive into it. Somebody left their car with the back door wide open. Really? I've done that a few times. What, the boot? No, the, one of the, the back doors of the car. Oh, shit. Just wide open into the empty space. Wow. I just got out and closed it and then parked in the space. But there was nobody about it. There was nobody at the ticket machine or that. So it's just funny you bring that up. I actually mm. saw that today and I was like, fucking hell. You ever do things like, have things like that where you just like, I do it all the time, like locking my house. Yeah. When I leave, especially if I've got the wee man, I was like, was I speaking to him or did I lock my door? Yeah. And there's times where I'm like halfway up the donkey road, I'm like, no, no, I'm going back to check because... Yeah, I have to say, I have to actually say locked. Like I have to put it in, like I have to have something, like an event in my mind to say that this has been done. I push it about three times, like within 10 feet of leaving the car, like da da cool. It just shows you how often you're on autopilot. Oh, constantly. Do you know the time like when you drive to work and you get to work and you're like, I have no recollection of my journey in here. No. The podcast that I was listening to, I know every fucking word to, but I don't know if I blew a light, ran over a grandma. I was definitely getting deep into some like Bon Jovi karaoke in my car and then it's like, fuck, how am I here already? Uh, Jerry, uh, all your rages and arguments are recorded and you have to watch it back. I thought that was a brilliant one. I just rattled my hand off wow, the table. So oh, I thought you were very yeah. passionate about Jerry's uh, suggestion. Yeah, well, I was because I thought it was a brilliant one. Yeah. I thought it was the best one because that was just before I deactivated. So I saw that one. I was like, that is fucking brilliant because how many times you look back and go, God, I'm a fucking asshole. Oh, like, no. I was Almost so in the wrong there. Every fucking time. <laughs> in the wrong? I'm too okay. busy. Like, yeah, I, I've got a real bad effort. Like, defending myself regardless whether I'm wrong or not and then end up just being like ah fuck you then and just wandering off so I'd be reflections on. a wonderful thing man you'd look back at some of them you probably would go yeah I was maybe yeah in the wrong to an extent mm. you know and I wasn't given any <laughs> to an extent. I thought I thought that was a good one uh, that is a good one Jerry um Ali again uh, all parties to feature hedgehogs walking around with squares of cheese on their spines for guests to snack on to snack on the cheese, not the hedgehog. For fuck's sake, what's wrong with you? Um, I don't know. Our, our hedgehogs are dirty, the, aren't they? The fucking LSD roadkill. Yeah, they are roadkill. I've seen a lot of them recently. Yeah, the rank animals, like proper uh, rank. Stewie Galloway. Uh, instead of a car, instead of a horn on a car, I want something that lets people know why I'm angry at them. And I wrote an LED message. So, but you should only have. You shouldn't be able to write like, "Oh, fuck you" or something like that. You should be able to have. <laughs> you should be able to have like maybe numbers on your steering wheel, so you don't take your hands off your steering wheel, right? Yeah. And then you can push one, and then it'll put a message alongside a part of your car. But like, of select, what would so what are some selections? Mine would almost always be, "What the fuck do you think you're doing?" Well, no, we can't have swearing on them. So you would excuse have- me, sir. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, asshole. No, but like use your blinker or something like that. Oh, that's or, my, that's uh, my, my biggest bugbear in the stay world. Stay in your lane. I just, usually for me, it's an idiot that don't know that you give way to the right. Oh, you know, and like all those like wee Barrack Street fucking ones with the roundabouts that up in North Mutant <laughs> yeah. and shit, and you come out yeah. to one and like somebody's just fucking pinging by you on your left hand side, and you're like, whoa. What's the proper response if someone does do that? What, what, what do you, what, it's not, nothing's going to make you feel bumper, better. Bumper, 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 pull them in their car, 
<laughs> but what, no, I mean, for GTA, <laughs> not assault. No, but what's what should their response be to you? They've recognized they made an error. They had a bad day. We all had one. Is, is a hand wave can, okay? Or? Nothing, nothing, really, really, nothing. Really just take the abuse. I think like uh, if I've ever done it and I've been in the wrong or done something, I've been like shit. I shouldn't have maybe done that there. I usually just dump on my hazard lights for a second. Just like yeah, I yeah, sometimes uh, do that as a thank you as well, mm -hmm, little yeah. folk. That's I, a good one, especially if you're like on a motorway, like just, just bumping a the hazard lights. Just because I, I, it winds me up when folk don't like. No, you want to be acknowledged, but just at the same time, I was just on. I was just sound as fuck there. Any chance of a wave? Yeah, I was going because we were going out to Bridge of Earn now. They're doing all sorts of fucking work on the motorway, and uh, I let somebody somebody in, and it had to come to quite an abrupt stop to let him in. And he recognized that the window went down, and his like entire arm went out. I think I saw a little bit of his neck too, and he just <laughs> like. He gave me a strong wave, and I was like, "Hi, hi, thank you." Knew it was the poor daddy, yeah. big oh, nipper yeah. himself. Is that is that the big nipper? He's he hey, one. is that you, Nip? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, buddy. <laughs> uh, Sam Ross, being able to phone your keys when you lose them, I like that. Megan's got one of them. What if they're so far away you can't hear them? But then that means you're fucked. <laughs> but Megan's got one of them uh, Apple watches. Like, she yeah. can do that thing with her phone, like you know, your phone just falls down a side. Yeah, you push the Apple Watch. To, like, is that new? I, th I don't know. No, the watch. I mean, did, did she yeah, get? Yeah, she's got it. Like, she got it for her birthday in May. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I haven't seen her for a while. But when I saw her on Saturday, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. She's got that watch." Um, jealousy. It is jealousy. Yeah. You would get that watch. Give me it. Give I me remember it. you were trying to extort a free fucking Apple watch out of somebody just a Vodafone, few months. Vodafone. Vodafone. Yeah. yeah. Remember that was that? one of the first nipper stories, yeah. man. Yeah. When he started getting into it. Fuck them. <laughs> um, I just put my keys in the same spot every single night. Now I put it in a little in a little saucer. I'm a uh, nightmare on my for table. Just leave. Like, you see, try to find my wallet. I never put it in the same place. Yeah, you have to. I'm a honestly, you're right. That's what smart people do. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. I Me mean, neither. No, my <laughs> wallet I'll put in different places, but my keys, because I know that that'll be the last thing. And I can get cash, like for my not cash, but I yeah. can use my card on my phone. But but the keys I need. Uh, Ali Cook again. As a football supporter, you're <laughs> you're legally obliged to support your geographically nearest football team, regardless of your league, Correct. even if you've just moved there. Correct. So uh, we'll go to we'll go to Andy first. But what are your thoughts on yeah, that? That should be the way it is. So you're do you have roots in Dundee? Yes. Okay. Born born there. Yes. Okay. Our right. family's from there. Uh, I, I was just chosen. I was. We did the spinner here on the show. Actually, I don't yeah. know what episode it was, and I got St. Johnston. So that's my. <laughs> Uh, excuse you. Uh, how dare you? First of all, I, just, I support it too. My dad supported. Okay, but then I, I support who the fuck you want to support, man. Sam Ross said uh, I tell three you my quarters. Dad supported Rangers, though, eh? Oh well, yeah. unless you're a dad's a Rangers fan. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sam said three quarters of Perth would immigrate to Glasgow. In that case, seems like a Batson Johnston fan if you ask hey. me. Hey, <sighs> in fairness, I personally don't have any problem with any great problem with that. Uh, Sorry, moving Sam. to Glasgow. I tell, um, this is Sam's not a guy. What got on the wrong side? I play football with Sam. I get too wide, I'm going to find a big fucking size of living up Mars. Got <laughs> a what? It's foot. Oh, okay. uh, Bobby Parker, the world's multi-multi-billionaire's wealth of radar, showing the money globally to eradicate, sharing the money uh, globally to eradicate poverty. It'll never happen. It'll but never yeah. happen. But <laughs> it's a great idea. The thing is, is, again, you can spend your money on what you want to spend on. You'd, I'd like to think that if I were like, any of those riches, I'd do something worthwhile with it. Yeah. As, as well as doing what the fuck I wanted but mm -hmm. it's, it's the whole thing we talked about uh, we've talked about before like people going from being like maybe socialist when they're younger and then if they grow up and get a bit of money they become a Tory because it's their money but at the same time I'd like to think 
And you said something good last time we talked about this, and people get rich and they pull that ladder up. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Pull that ladder up, and that's it. Totally. I think just to touch there on John's point, a lot of people, you know, maybe then come into wealth and they're not so keen on sharing it because they maybe have the impression that, well, I worked hard for it. Why couldn't? Why can't you all go and work hard for mm-hmm. it? And I understand too, that yeah. viewpoint as well. But um, you know, you've got ever you know decreasing amount of people that are literally hoarding. Mm. All the wealth and all the resources. Um, they'll come to a head. Yeah. Maybe not in our lifetime, but at some point. I think maybe it will in our lifetime. Maybe. A pointy stick. See. It was weird. Like, uh, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, as I like, listen to every twice a week. And uh, Nicki Minaj was on there, and she's just very, she's very like, oh, I'm a woman in this industry, and I got to be strong and all that. And then they asked her, like, so who like are your favorite rap- female rappers that we don't know about? And like, she couldn't really name. <laughs> Name any competition? Yeah, she, oh, that's true too. Yeah, she was just kind of like, nah. There was somebody in this thing that I did, and she won some money, and she's, she's nice. On, she's on another planet, already. yeah. She's out of her mind. Yeah, I love her. I love her too, but <laughs> she's out of her mind. She's, she's entertaining. She can. And she knows she's she can actually rap. Too. Oh yeah, she's awesome. She's yeah. awesome. She's like really, really good. She really was good. That, uh, that Kanye West song. She's got one of the best verses on it. Monster. Yeah, she's got one of the best verses on it. Jay Z's verse in that song's rank. No, Jay Z's verse in that's good. I don't like it. I don't don't get enough of it. Um, (laughs) Stevie Mac, plants on rooftops and generally everywhere. I like plants on rooftops. Part of the fucking roundabouts, by the way. You don't like them in the middle. See that fucking roundabout just up for yours, Andy? It's a fucking nightmare. If you're coming up the Dunkirk Road and you can't see if something's coming right to be around until the last minute because they've got all that fucking shrubbery over the Mm. top of it. Yeah, okay. But I agree with it in principle, like flats, houses, roofs, but just. Know where it should be affecting your island. They do a lot in Manhattan, though, don't they? Those rooftop well, gardens and stuff like that. I'm sure there's places yeah. in Asia where they're making a conscious well, effort to Tokyo, turn Tokyo, these into green spaces. Tokyo. These um, areas. No, it was Singapore. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of that. Um, also, we talked about the uh, little fucking dickheads knocking on my door and running. <laughs> they, were, they were actually on the, they were on the corner. They were hanging out. It was like seven of them. It was quite intimidating. Just kick fucking them. So, yeah, <laughs> nah, I should have. That's why I was late. I had to kick bash the granny out of some fourteen-year-olds. And I was ju- and I was just about to leave, and I was like, I don't think it was any of the kids that I saw last time. One of them had like a t-shirt like pulled over his face, like it was all covered up. And I was like, oh shit. And then of course, they, I was as I was putting the dogs away because I was leaving. I don't know where I was going, but they knocked on the door again. The dogs went nuts. I would just go outside, Mike. Honestly, I wouldn't be taking that. Man. I'd be outside, be like, right, you fucking knock this door again. There's gonna be big trouble. <laughs> No, no. See, like, off, mate, have you got, like, a baseball bat or some shit? No, I want to just let the dogs out. If, if I didn't think the dogs would run into traffic. I'm not being funny, but, like, it's when a Connie's dog's no shape, like a gerbil. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's me fucking Raj, me Ted Jack Russell. She's the tough one, though. I, was, I would imagine <laughs> so, but thing is, if I see a Jack Russell run towards me aggressively, that thing's getting booted right in the chops. But she's got, like, a big, she's got a big... You need uh, a fucking word with those kids. I wouldn't be hitting that. No, fuck that, man. <laughs> Remember I tell you about the two kids I found that try to come in here and do parkour? And yeah. Then and that well, it's like you know, can you imagine how I told them get so, yourself to fuck I know without I need to... swearing at them but you'd let them know and Ken didn't he be coming fucking around here I'm no kind of guy to mess about with didn't yeah. mess about with him, right? I know I, I went there other while and no I was going to try and play with them and like throw shit at them but then that's going to lead to See, eggs on like my door and water shit water balloons so. and that and like tandem with water balloons I bet as soon as you hit one of them they'd be away greeting and some kind of would be away <laughs> the fucking police and the police it, would be at your door I know just, you're just right just fucking get on like, top of them I don't know if they're trying to push because I was outside Mama Pat's house uh-huh. There's like them shipping containers for the work they're doing in North Muir. Okay. And it's, some of the kids nearby have taken to like just climbing on top of it and just chilling out there. 
And I came out of my mom's house and I jumped in the car. I was going to pick up a wee man. I sat on my phone for a minute before I took off. I had the windies down. I was just getting my Bluetooth connected. And they all started cycling away. And as I was saying, one boy just shouted back, goes, are you phoning the police? I was like, no. No. <laughs> I just said I. <laughs> See what they said. You better not be here. <laughs> I'm not a fucking grass, you wee prick. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what happened with the, the ch- is this the chappy chappy vote, wasn't it? This was the chappy chappy vote, yeah. Overwhelmingly. Chappy Chappy won 97% to three for a ring and run. Mm-hmm. Ring and run thinks more of an American thing. But we did have a couple on there that I didn't, I've never heard of. What was it you said Chicken Elliot? Chicken Elliot. Chicken Elliot. Yeah. That came up a few times. Um, Sam Ross said Chappy Door Run. Chappy Door Run. He's from uh, That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Ali Cook said we called it Fuck Mike and Fuck Mike's Door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, when I knock one of those kids oh, over their bike, man. they're not going to be saying shit. Um, <laughs> chap the door and run my chap door run in my neck of the woods. Joanna Morrison, <laughs> chap door run in uh, Glasgow. Um, Mary calls it uh, tip tap. Never heard of that. No. Um, chap door run, uh, ding dong dash. Andy Henderson. I've heard that. I've heard that too. I thought that was an American thing as well, though. Uh, Jay West at Target practice. That seems fucking oh, scary. He's a scary dude, man. I tell you, as a lineman, he was just charging through folks' front doors and then bolting out. Oh, posh. Uh, Becky McKenzie says posh kids call it Ding Dong Dash. That's why Andy Anderson. He's, he's Mr. Posh, Mr. No, Rugby. Ding Dong Dash. Ugh, I fuck up quarterbacks and I also play Ding Dong Getting Dash. Butlers sure. to knock on folks' doors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sir Henderson told me to knock on your door and run. So uh-huh. see ya. He said, "Get it right up." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Night and Day podcast, so that's over in Canada. Yeah. Ding dong ditch. Ding dong ditch. There you go. So yeah, that's all okay. the feedback for this week. Ding dong cool. ditch. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. So speaking of my my neck of the woods, like this has been a reoccurring issue since I moved here, right? I can't get people to like do shit at my house. I can't pay people to do things at my house for some reason. And hopefully someone listens to me and they can help me out with the situation. Yeah, you're paying, we'll come out. <laughs> oh, anything. Well, is this for <laughs> we'll social, is this social things, yeah. Yeah, just to hang out with me. I just want, no. Like there is a, in the, the rough, I said this last week, in the rough casting, there's a crack. It goes from the, 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 the roof down to the floor. They patched it up before we moved in or Connie moved in. But... Like, I just want to get it fixed. It's just unsightly. And I want to get this guy to paint it over before... I want to get it fixed so the guy can paint it over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've called, like, a bunch of places. And, like, the last place I called, they were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be this amount to get it fixed. And I was like, all right, well, can you put something in writing for me? Or, like, put something through the door like you said you were going to do? They were like, oh, yeah, we'll see what we can do. And I was like, all right, how about I just not give you my fucking money then? Yeah. And then I'll go to someplace else. What, what's the? Why can't I get people to help me... Who well, are you? Who, like, I can't actually ask who. Fucking name and shame the cunt. I know, I don't want to. Uh, but. And then there was another place I sent a message to. They were like, uh, yeah, well, we'll give it to one of our contractors and then we'll give you a call back. And I was like, well, why, why can't you just do it? Why can't you just come out and do it? Tell me what it is and I'll pay you for it. I don't know. That's a weird one. It, it is weird. And it's, it's happened several, several times. I, met, I said on this story, uh, on this podcast about um, Sky not coming out. Where I wanted to get a sky dish and I found an area for them to put the dish so we can get reception and they just wouldn't come out. And I was like, well, why don't you want my 70 pounds per month? Is my money not good for you? Why don't you want to come out and take my money every year for the next you know, foreseeable future? I don't know. That's fucking weird. It is weird. I don't get that. But I mean, no. It's a nice area. It's not exactly a fucking pure gadget. No. Village, I know. It? It's not. No. 
That's fucking strange, my God, I don't know. Learned the term gable end too. I didn't know what that meant. Gable end. Yeah. Do you know what a gable end is? It's just the end of a row of houses, I know. I don't know. Find <laughs> gable end. I'm sure it's just a, the end of a row of houses, I'm sure. Well, remember I was saying about the guy who's who was building and he kinda of, the paint kinda of spilled onto my side yeah. of the house. So we saw that the flat that he the new flat that he's building is up for sale now. Yeah. So oh, we're, man, uh, so we're going to be getting some new neighbors pretty soon. The woman up the stairs from us is selling her flat. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying. And she's had fucking workmen. This is the first, like, last week was the first week of my holiday. And these guys are in there, the crack of dawn. Banging away. Like, they've fucking ripped out a fireplace. So I was sitting on the edge of my bed getting ready. And they're knocking like fuck all day. And then all of a sudden they just start lumping it out my window. And her front door is above their bedroom window. Oh. So it's just these massive shapes flying past my window. Poof. <laughs> having a fucking heart attack every time. And then he started a bit later on, was it yesterday, I was like, I woke up about eight, I was like, oh, it's dos, quiet. No, they're outside with a fucking chainsaw, no. quarter past eight in the morning. What are they doing up there? They're just like doing the flat up so she can sell it. Okay. With a chainsaw? Uh, well, they're trimming a tree, there was a tree outside, <coughs> so we're right. cutting that down. But wait, I wanted to go back to the neighbor thing. Do you have any like shitty neighbor stories? Like, uh, what's like the worst neighbor that you've had? Oh, the fucking boy who's moved in up the stairs for me. Wow, what's up with him? Seems a nice enough guy. All right. But he's taken up the floors and he's putting new floors down and he's been at it for quite a while. Yeah. It's like he only comes down like once a week and then just thinks, fuck it, Sunday, 10 (laughs) o'clock. Get it fucking fired up, man. (laughs) I swear he's sanded those so fucking much they'll be like wafer thin those floors it'll be sanding like tomorrow and I'll just see a hole appear in the ceiling a circular saw huh? hey. <laughs> yeah that's, that's been pretty tough I also had a really bad neighbours they used to um, argue and fight so the one that lived above me and the one across from that yeah so they used to argue and fight all the time and one of them was a young couple and they used to just leave bags of rubbish and all that like strewn outside the back like four oh. dirty nappies and fucking stuff and I had such a such a huge amount of problems fucking oh, dealing with them. And they would be fighting this old lady and then this like these two minky folk with a kid. Two scooty as fuck. Scooty. Oh, yeah, scooty. really scooty. <laughs> and they were like battling, uh, like damaging each other's doors and that. Apparently like one of them was like trying to throw water at them. I don't know if it was like boiling water, water in a pan and shit like this. Fuck me, man. And as I say, all the rubbish, shitty fucking nappies. It was always uh, like they like ripped open and stuff like that as well. I was just, like, this is just like, sitting here trying to play. It all dies on the phone to fucking environmental health. Like you boys better sort this out. Fair play they did. All like, right. Fuck. That's pretty stressful. If you got two neighbours going to fucking war, Hell yeah. Oh, like, every night and they're screaming and shouting each other and doors are banging up the stairs. You're just like, what the fuck, man? We had a, the streets got well bad, man, over the last yeah. few years. Yeah, man. We had a fucking, some arsehole in my old house. Some just a fucking, I think what a problem. She was always a bit weird, eh? She was like a childminder. She was always strange as fuck. And I mean, we used to have a rabbit outside and we'd got it pretty late on and it hated people. Like, it just, it hated people. How did you know it hated people? Because we had it, try, you try to pick it up or hold it, and it was just fucking... Oh, okay, didn't it was bite just, or something. Yeah, we, we got, I can't remember how we came up, we, we ended up with it, but like, whoever gave us it didn't tell us the full extent. So we used to just feed it, water it, and we built a pretty big uh, hutch mm-hmm. in the back garden. And where my old house was, you could see right to the back garden. And uh, <clears throat> this woman apparently just kept coming to my garden and... And looking around, I was like, that rabbit's no healthy. I came out one day and there was a full bowl of food. As I was going out to feed it, like I did every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking, I was like, this bitch comes in my house again. Next time I'll come back for a, a sorry we missed you note for the RSPCA. Oh, my God. And I was like, so I phoned them. I was like, what's happening? She goes, oh, we had a complaint about a mistreated rabbit. I was like, okay, did you go and have a look? She goes, oh, we got access to the hutch. I was like, and what? She goes, 
seems perfectly fine. It's fed at water that's whose is clean, it's in a good shape. I know because the neighbour fed it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I went round to this wifey's door and she wouldn't answer her door. And then I remember I was sitting here in my bedroom. But this is a proper mutant bar level. I was getting dressed, I just had my trackies on, and I could hear her outside my window bitching about me and my neighbour across the way. Yeah. So I fucking bolted it down the stairs, sitting having a shout. See you, Ed. See you, you <laughs> fucking dafty. <laughs> uh, she was a arse piece. Saying uh, that, the neighbour who lived like right across from us was really sound. We used to have some like big parties. Yeah. He, he, only, he only once came across, because he had his granddaughters, and he was like, look, man, any chance you just turn it down. And that was it. It's folk who come across getting pure shirty away. It's like, look, mate, it's a f if he came across being an arsehole, it's like, look, mate, it's a Friday night. I'm not doing this every fucking time, so. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, you shouldn't call the cops. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. But he came to me and he's like, look, mate, granddaughters are trying to sleep. Any chance? I was like, ah, not a problem. Volume yeah. turned doing no more complaints. Yeah. Be sound. Don't some people just assume that there's going to be like a confrontation if they do that. Yeah, I shouldn't. I was screaming at somebody around about Christmas time in the street because it's like five o'clock in the morning and I don't know where Bulgaria, Romania, something like that, the Eastern European. Mm. Yeah. I'm standing having a fucking shouting match on like a Tuesday morning in the middle of the street at half five. And I'm like leaning out the window. I was like, you can go and shut the fuck up, hey. <laughs> and shut the window. And then they were still going at it, still going at it. And eventually I was like, that literally the, like the window is now open like a door, like leaning right mm. out of it. I was like, you still get the fuck it. You know what I mean? It's like, there's a lot of fucking stress that Come comes with living in Ballantyne Place. My, <laughs> like, some wild characters here, man. You know this because you've got dogs, but I, I hate people who don't exercise their dogs enough. And yeah. then their dogs become unruly. Like, Mama Pats' neighbours, when I used to stay when I was younger, mm -hmm. this woman, like, they had two dogs, always, and they still do it this day, they've, two, they've always had two big dogs, two cats, the back garden was covered in shite, oh, patchy, patchy fucking grass. Anytime you walked into the back garden, this dog was going fucking mental. I remember leaning out my window going fucking mental her one day because I was on exam <laughs> leave or something at six in the morning, her two arsehole dogs. Shut that thing up! But things like that annoyed me, it was like, came up, if you, if you can't look after a dog, don't have a dog. I got a couple of shitty neighbor stories. I got like one from like every phase of my life, it feels like. Do it. Um, I had a guy who lived, we lived in like uh, conjoining houses. What would that be called? Uh, not a duplex, the terrace. I guess. Nah, I guess. But it was just like a house, but they were, yeah, we shared semi, a wall. Semi-detached. Semi, uh, oh, yeah, yeah semi-detached yeah, yeah. house, yeah. And so um, it was an older guy and he liked to smoke cigars. Like he always stunk like cigars and he had his dogs that were yappy too, rarely walked them. And I remember one day he, um, me and my sisters were home. It, must have been, it might have been during like summer vacation or something. Mm. We were all home alone. And then um, he was boiling some water. And they ended up like boiling over and getting on the stove. And like there was smoke like coming through like one of the cracks in the walls, like in a, in a corner. And like imagine like a nine-year-old Mike fucking in his little... Pajamas running around, my, my my fucking pillow on my back like a Ninja Turtle, like I was saying a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and seeing the smoke. I thought that fucking house was on fire. Yeah. So me and my sisters are all flipping out, and the fire department turned up, and it was it was fucking terrible. And the girls, are like, oh, I'm sorry. And we're like, you fucking dick, <laughs> you stupid dick. The women up the stairs like that. Yeah. They're all right. Fucking we family of four, but the fucking. Smoke alarm goes off twice a day. Man. Oh. I'm surprised you've not heard it. That's how you can. Yeah. That's how you can. Dinner's ready. Every <laughs> fucking day, around about half a She's probably got the kids off to school, bacon roll or something, and then <laughs> fucking beep 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 beep. I'm just like fucking turn that thing off. You know what's uh, just going on a quick tangent about smoke alarms? It sucks because we don't have like a window in our kitchen, which is fucking terrible. And there's a smoke alarm right in the middle of it, mm -hmm. so it's like. 
Like I was making some chicken today and like the grease was coming off the chicken and it like, it just makes it, it just makes the whole thing like a big smoke box. It makes yeah. a little oven. So I had to turn it off and just leave it there. And the alarm didn't go off today. I'm working on ways around it, but I don't know how to get around it. Just yeah, fucking smoky in there. Yeah, I have two. There's one like on the outside. There's one like right over. Yeah, it's still sent off. Even yeah. Yeah. So you know what? Put, Actually, put, the put, one in the kitchen is a heat, uh, it's a heat sensor. Put a plastic bag over it. I know, Connie Plastic. wasn't feeling that though. She was yeah. like, no, don't do it. And I was yeah, like, well, but you're only going to do it while you're cooking. Then you yeah. just take it down. You just do it with a rubber band, elastic band. I was going to get one of the shower caps actually, kind of tied, tied around there. What was yeah, that? Yeah, that's what you did in hotels. You want to hear fucking I was going to say, I heard that it was an interview with Be Real for Cypress Hill. He said the old trick was put a Johnny ruin the smoke alarm. Oh, all right. Yeah. Then you could use it later. Hey, <laughs> pre stretch It's really right smoking. <laughs> need, to stretch it out. need to stretch it out a bit more, don't I? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the girth of a fucking <laughs> smoke alarm <laughs> and the length too. <laughs> yeah. Right, moving on. Four centimeters, but he's wide as a motherfucker. Um, yeah, so, and then this was in Perth. I'm not going to say where because I think maybe one of the parties who lived there may listen to this show. Where from, Mike? No. No, it was a decent, decent area. And um, it was just right when my youngest daughter, Sienna, was born. And so the... There was a couple, a young couple that lived above us, and they go into town. They were they were walking. We were walking distance from town, so this is where all the after parties were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you would just hear fucking, and then and then it was right when Adele's uh, "Never Mind" came out. So one two K nine nine. So it was just like. Ah, it, it was just one night. She came back in, like, I think Sienna might have been just like a week out of Nine Wells. And we, I heard her coming up the driveway and I was like, fuck. I was like, I can't. It was one of those bad days as a parent. You know yeah. when your kid's crying all day and you finally get them to sleep? <laughs> and then I heard her come up the driveway and I was like, I can't have this girl waking up, waking her, mm. Sienna up. And then as soon as she walked in the house, you just heard loud voices and then you just heard, I'm like, shot myself. Sorry. So then I come out, I come out and I walk around and I like her door was kind of like behind my flat. Mm -hmm. So then I walked up there and she was like sitting in the window at this point singing Adele, like belting Adele. Never mind Adele phone. She's just been patched a ride for like a third week in a row or something. (laughs) What's her address? (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, I'm like, hey, I'm like, excuse me. I was like, "Uh, can you keep it down a little bit? And then she kind of looks down. It was dark, fair enough. And I'm a black bastard. So she may not have seen me, right? So she looks down, didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, like, excuse me. She, she was drinking cider. She pours the cider out of the window now. And it like splatters at my feet. And I'm like, oh, yo, I was like, are you serious? And then so, that's when someone inside the house heard me. They were like, oh, oh, shit. And then somebody from the place that shall not be named yeah. came out. And they were like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. She's, uh, she's just really bad with a drink in her. She was terrible with a drink in her. Oh. And so I ended up talking to her the next day. This was maybe the well, first the person nip. who was crying, or the person that came out and apologized. The person that was singing the Adele, oh, okay. the, my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "Oh, my boyfriend broke up with me." Blah blah. blah. And I was like, oh, "All right, so maybe that, maybe it's just a one off." But then she then she did it again after that, and I was like, "Nah, you can't have that." And she kicked fuck, fuck kick the fucking door in. No, and just see Mike cutting into his bathies and his slider, putting <laughs> the door in, and just like baseball bat straight to the. That was always the CD player. I was like, "What is it?" I think I may have five note through a door or something. I don't know. <laughs> Ah. This is pre-nipper days, though. Yeah, this was pre-nipper days. This is days. pre-nipper days. Was a, excuse me, sorry for too much trouble. Sorry to find this letter bothering you, but mm. could you possibly turn the music down? Please. 
Thank you. <sighs> Goodbye. No, I'm not better when he's asleep, by the way. Oh. Yeah, so be a good neighbor. My, uh, my dogs are sometimes loud, too, so hopefully. But it's because of the kids knocking on the door. The kids didn't knock, <laughs> knock on the door, and the dogs wouldn't fucking bark. You need to sort that shit out. That's I know. Good. All right. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, when I catch them. You need to I'm get a, some like Temple of Doom style like traps. They get one of them like giant log swing set up so like when they run across the log swings through and fucks them up. I'm just going to run out and run out shirtless like, and be front like. Get garden like a crash bandicoot coat. <laughs> <laughs> run out shirtless and be like, you motherfuckers. It's like dig a big fucking hole with spikes. Fuck these kids. Arseholes. Those kids knocking on my door. It's definitely a gnaw. It's definitely a gnaw, Mike. Yeah. You know, you know, if you sorted them in, though, that would be bra. That would be bra. <laughs> That'd be bra. You know, <laughs> you know what else is bra? Bra, no. Bra, no. Knocking them at the park right now. <laughs> we can't, are. Can't even touch us on the actual <laughs> on the segways. You can't fuck with me on the segways, man. Oh, mate. Right, what we got? You want? Let's do the ones in the uh, in the list. In the list too. Yeah. yeah so we were through and uh, we were through at the fringe on Monday. We went through, took the kids through uh, Mine's mum and dad and her pal and that went through dungeons and we were talking about food. So they were in the Frankie and Benny's and her dad gets a banana milkshake Ugh. and then starts raving about how banana milkshakes like what is he ate? The man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's that like because he's retired. He's at a stage like that. Oh, well, he's fucking delicious. Madman, <laughs> not a banana milkshakes. Like, no offense, banana milkshakes. And apparently, it must be a Bane family thing because they were all raving about how like banana milkshakes are the Mac Daddy of milkshakes. Mm, like, I, don't I don't think I've ever had a banana milkshake. Don't talk to me if you're not getting a chocolate. Like, I'll do a strawberry, but chocolate is the move too. I like chocolate. No, strawberry milkshakes are often too sweet. I've found mm, strawberry milkshakes here are not good. No, no. Well, you're all dandy. I'm not really bothered for a milkshake, but if I was to have one, it'd probably be a chocolate one. Vanilla's good too. Vanilla milkshakes. Vanilla's good. Vanilla, yeah, yeah, vanilla, banana. Too. Oh, you know what? Uh, pistachio milkshakes from um, Crunch Munch. Just getting fancy now. Oh, mate. Oh, no. love we went, it. We went to Five Guys yesterday, had the peanut butter milkshake. Oh, you love a peanut butter milkshake. That shit will change your life, bro. <laughs> All right, banana. Banana, right, banana milkshakes. Banana, but just banana, banana flavored items like milkshakes or. Definitely a fucking, no for a milkshake for me. No, it's a no um, for me. I found, and I've spoken about this on this very podcast, banana and mango flavored items aren't really good. Banana and mango mm. don't seem like to go together. No, not together. I mean, just banana things and mango things I had a separately. mango smoothie the other day and it was fucking delicious. Yeah? I like a, I like a, as exotic fruit drink. Mm. I like mango. <laughs> <laughs> you mean mango? <laughs> I like you eat mango. <laughs> the title right there. there you go. I love so, like mango and passion fruit and all that kind oh, of stuff. I'm not going to hate on the banana milkshake because I've had one before. Okay. You know, somebody's like, do you want a banana milkshake campaign? Like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> nah. It's a pretty specific date order. Mm, I'm having this. Like, You can't have anything else. If you get this, I'll pay for it. So, Okay. <laughs> right. I, I'm just not going to say bra because I don't have a reason to dislike them. They're not. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no too. Man, he might have brought fucking fair enough. <laughs> Patched. Uh, same one I've got is this actually was a longer conversation. We thought so we were getting some food in the park, and one of the guys was, we were with, his daughter got chips and mayonnaise, and this like split the mm. camp. Okay. Like, and my old man, Papa Pat, reckons that chips and mayonnaise is like a hell worthy sin if you're caught eating chips and mayonnaise. What does your what does Papa Pat put on his on his fucking chips? Fucking HP brewing sauce, like a real man. Okay. No ketchup, no. Well, he might use ketchup if he's feeling a bit fancy again, but he's a brewing sauce kind of guy. Even if he doesn't like it, that's what he's eating. I thought brown sauce was kind of a breakfast thing. You put that on rolls and shit. 
some folk like a brewed sauce on chips or whatever. See, mm. if I'm on stuff like steak pie or like particularly stuff like with gravy, mm-hmm. bit of HP sauce in there extra. Okay. Yeah, nice. Mama Max like cottage pies and shepherd's pies oh, and all okay. that kind of, So even with the lamb as well, you can just put a little bit of HP I know, in there. I never used to fuck with brown sauce, but now, now I love brown sauce. I'm on a roll. Morning roll, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mince and tatties, bang the HP sauce in it. Okay. Mix a little bit of that into your mince. I'm going to try it. But chips and mayonnaise, though, it's a perfectly acceptable dish. Sometimes like a nice wee, nice, wee, nice wee fresh mayonnaise with some good crust, crispy chips. I'll eat it, but it won't be. It's not my first condiment to put on. No, no, it's definitely not my first. But if it's no. there, I'll tack it. Garlic meal, garlic meal is the truth. That is good. My, my daughter's put like mayonnaise and everything, which I think is fucking disgusting. But like, my kid likes no sauces. Like, doesn't so, even like milk in his Weetabix. We've talked about this before. He's dry, that's that's he's, crazy. He's dry Weetabix. No, I swear to God, he's an animal. Man. <laughs> So why not? That's like hero. eating sand. Oh mate, doesn't he fuck about? He's been the same since he was like small. He's just sitting up. <laughs> Is he staring you down while he's doing oh, yeah. it? Like. Driest move in the world, just all that. He's, still, he's going to challenge for this, the throne soon. Like he's going to get sweet chant music if he comes at me. I can't wait till he beats your ass. That's, That's going to be st- great. I think we used to, we always get in this game where you like your fucking like you play box or you mess about. Mm-hmm. And I've started getting, getting him a wee tap. He's getting that bit bigger now. So I forgot, I'm Ken who's in charge. But he started jumping and he's figured out the jump and slap. <laughs> and if I'm not paying attention, we're walking down the road. He's just like. <laughs> to the point, like when we were at the fringe on Monday, I was messing about him. I was like, right, that's it, done. And we're walking away. He's like, and everyone that were we went. Oh, I was like, then you got to put a little bass in your voice when you talk. Yeah, it's not fucking funny. Now. That's Come on now. About. <laughs> I was like, can I hit him back any harder on him hitting him without getting put in a fucking charge? Punching your kids in the face, bro, or not? No, no. Uh, Riley's got a glass jaw. All right, what was it? Uh, chips and mayonnaise. Chips and mayonnaise. <laughs> I'll say, bro. I mean, it won't be my first, but I'll eat it. I'm gonna say, bro. I'll do too. it. Just if there's nothing else around, any more? Yeah. Yeah, soon. That was just the two that went on my mind this week. All right, uh, Grant Pettigrew of. So, um, the goat boy. The goat boy, sorry. Uh, men in skinny jeans with turnips. I believe they need to be put in a white telt- tent and dealt with like you would a lame horse. I feel like Grant has a real issue with the modern man. Yeah, All I of his so broad nose are just like he's walking. But somebody's Last one with him. skinny jeans as well, I'm sure uh, it was. And just, this is now a new variation of turnips. Um, uh, I'm going to say no just because I couldn't pull it off. But yeah. if you want to wear it, you can. But I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. What's wrong with trousers that are the right length? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't even feel like I need to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Stosh Tosh, wild Stosh. Scottish place names. Gotta love Anywhere Cold. And then you wrote, please pass this to Mike to read. So okay. I'll be reading these. Anywhere Cold, Birkenbush. Birkenbush. Spurry Hillock. Spurry Hillock. Dramachter. 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 Mochter. Mochter. That's better. What's your favorite fucked up Scottish town name? Um... I like Ochen Garrick. Yeah, Ochen Garrick is nice. Ochter Machti. Ochter Machti. That sounds filthy. Oh Ochter Machti. The Glen Carsh. Right up the Glen Carsh. <laughs> She's got a lovely Glen Carsh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, j- Sam Rossi. My, my favourite, sorry, just my favourite Scottish word. What? I don't know if it's Scottish, but when the Scots say it, Stramash. Stramash. A stramash. What is favourite old Archie McPherson? No, no football it's commentator. Like, it's, like a, it's like a clusterfuck, do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like a... It's like a run game. It's like a very crowded run game. It's just a stramash. It's just okay. a, a fight for some sort of success. Is it but normally used for parking? Can, no, can, it's uh, usually used it's One comes up in football like when the you know the ball's pinging about inside the 18-yard box and guys okay. are blocking it and flying. Yeah. It's a good old stramash. Big, like a ball. massive brawl or something like that. It's just a stramash. Put it into the mixer. <laughs> 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 Ask the question, boy. 
Uh, Sam Ross says, I enjoy battle dykes. Battle dykes. Battle dykes. Battle dykes. I always got a weird cartoon image in my head when I drive past that. I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> um, Mike Dart, hey. Oh, this guy's fucking still at it, man. man. This guy's smoking hot. Uh, having your own, I don't know if you did this, having your own photo as your background on your phone. Did we do this? Oh, that's, you can't be doing that. What if it's like you and your kid see, see or you and your partner? You, I think if it's you and the person, because I've got, well, I've got Chuff on that one, but I've got me and the wee man on the front. Yeah. So I think if it's you and someone, then that's just, that's a nice photo. But if it's you yourself, mm. that's a bit, it's mm. a bit self-indulgent if mm. you ask me. I don't know, Joe, and you're pushing it. No, if, if, if it's a photo, like, if it was, you've got a photo you, you like of you and your girls. Okay, all right. That's what I mean, like my photo, my cover's me and the wee man he, when he had the Man of the Match trophy. Okay, so bro, if it's you and somebody you love, yeah. no, if it's just you. If it's just your face, like a profile picture on Facebook, yeah. uh, so it's different, like a profile picture on Facebook, that's your face. Yeah. That's so people know who you are. It's such a stupid thing to do. It's like, because now I've picked up your phone, I know exactly whose it is. Yeah. Mm. That's, too, that's true too, yeah. Well, my, I, I remember a while ago when I was at home, my niece had a picture of herself on there. I was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why, why, I, why I do feel you? like it's weird to have just you. My niece also has her gums pierced, like above her two front teeth. She has uh, that pierced. That's, that's quite common. That weird me out though. That's fucking crazy. I think that would drive me mental more than anything. She said she was eating a sandwich and got some bread stuck in there too. Oh. I was like, no. You can't be doing that on pictures of your own on no? your lock screen. No, because no, like I say, you drop your phone on that as well and fucking somebody picks up and like, oh, I've got their phone. Oh, he's not got a passcode on it. Ooh, it's Peace out. Definitely got a passcode on yeah, it. There's too many photos of my piece on there. You should. Jeez, oh. He likes a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> um, definitely have to have a passcode on your shit, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alec Cook wrote horses. Yeah. Horses to, to, mock, to, to mock me, did I assume. Did we ever find out why you dislike horses? I just think yeah. they're just muscly freaks. I just think they're huge. They're unpredictable. And I was just, I didn't know if there was a story you weren't telling us about why you oh, didn't like horses. Um, no, you told us a couple of weeks ago. I, there was this. Yeah, because you were talking about it when uh, Claire was on. Was a, uh, oh, yeah. Right episodes. Okay, yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yep, yep. And I told you last week about how I threw the lady off the horse when I was walking the dogs. They're just fucking unpredictable animals, and they're huge. Wouldn't you catch me on one, like? No, no, they're not cool. Well, have to oh, good, good fun. I haven't ridden one since I was like maybe about 11 or 12. Mm. <laughs> Jordan, what are you laughing at? Like, <laughs> just, can you not picture like, your old eye on a horse? No, I just assumed... It was going to be a filthy Andy Mack story and there was no. going to be a punchline and then halfway through I was like, no, he's actually talking about horses. He's reliving his childhood memories. No, like, good fun. No, good fun. And I never knew, like, my dad could actually ride horses. So it's like, he's on it and he's fucking all over the place knows what he's doing and that. And obviously we've just got smaller ones like me and my sister and that. But that was good fun. Oh, all right. Should it be good fun if you've got one of those things going fucking full pelt, like oh, on open fields and that, just fucking galloping through? Yeah. You see that? Like, you see scary. like old like medieval films and that when they go to battle and it looks fucking dos. Like the front lines, just these massive cunts on horses going full pelt with swords in their hands. Yeah, Red Nothing. Dead style. Oh mate, oh, oh. Bro, that'd be good. All right, so you're saying obviously bro for horses. You're gonna say bro? I'm gonna say no. Hate him. Uh, sport fishing from Mike Dots again. Bro, no. So catching the fish and I guess they measure the size of it and then throwing it back. Uh, I, yeah, I, but, but that's also because you've, you've got quotas on, you know, if you're actually, how many you can take. Yeah. Depends where you're fishing, first of all. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's another one my dad did so much with fishing and that's what you always did. You know, you would go to the, the salmon or the trout farms yeah. and fish there, but you're putting them all back. You're not keeping them. Well, what? I don't want to say the point in putting them back. But it's just sport fishing, like, sport fishing, like competitive fishing. Because I've never understood 
I know it's, I'm not trying to shit on anyone who's, who's swimming, but I don't understand how a person can be good at fishing. Yeah, yeah, but then it's all based in, you know, the type of lines that you use, the type of, depends on what type of fishing you're doing. You fly fishing, you spinning, yeah. are you beach casting? What is it that no, you're don't, doing? No, I don't, I know that it's difficult, but I don't, I'd not. Oh, but, like, but there's an art tip with the fly fishing, there's an art tip with the types of flies that you use. I mean, I used to sit there and do it, tying all his own flies, making all his own flies, constantly at it. What's a fly? Is well, that just what goes on the end? The fish, so no? it's, yeah, it's like, it's where the hook is and it'll have maybe different colours of sort of like hairs something so, to catch their eye kind of mm. okay. oh yeah it's, it's, it's something that they would eat for example okay um, so you've got all different types of lures that you can use obviously if you're fly fishing tons of different flies there's a whole strategy to it you know you're using a floating line a sinking line what is it that you're doing alright there's so many nuances I've only to it I've a couple it, of times like, but I'm not a big fan of it because I don't like fish Love I fish. feel like I'm not going to do it justice here like if my old man was here to hear me talking about me saying, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Get me on that podcast and I'll fucking let them know. I'll give you two hours on but, fishing. No, like the, 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 the details are so, so fine in it. So I'm, I'm, always, I'm sure it's just my, my ignorance to it, but just I've always wondered like how someone can be good at fishing. Yeah. But I don't, that's because I know so little about fishing. So I remember seeing it on ESPN like a long time ago and just being like, I don't understand why this is... Because just like you, I was like, I don't understand how this is a sport, mm -hmm. but... Mm -hmm. There you go. I've never been fishing. I'd like to try it, but I've never been. I mean, it's just, it's see fun. if it's a nice day. Yeah. It's a good laugh because you're not even that. It's just a way to get away with your pals. Like, I'd done it with my mate. He, had a, he was part of a fishery. It was like Andy Max. It was like a catch and release. Mm -hmm. And I caught two or three and put them back. But like, it was good to you know, it was nice <coughs> and sunny, just sat by a nice you, wee bank. You can't just take a fishing rod and go and fish. You have to go and get a license. license. You've yeah. got to go and get a proper oh, so license. you can't just go down to the tay and no, just fucking and there it. are always it's like in season. Certain times of the year, you can only fish for, yeah. you, you can know, only take so. them back if they're certain. Like, you can't just whip out a baby salmon, you know what I mean? You've got to make sure it's an actual fully yeah. grown one. Can you, can you hunt in, in Scotland too? Yeah. You can. Areas, yeah. 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 Well, like, like elk and shit, like, not elk, well, like, but like deer. There's a big deer population. Oh, so yeah. you go out and you might go shooting for grouse, you might go out for hare, you might go for rabbit, pigeon, whatever you're out for. Yeah, another one. Old man was a real keen gamesman, so he used to have the shooting syndicate. Yeah. So all the guys would come down and shoot and everybody would meet at my house, or my mum and dad's house in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then they all of them would go out shooting all day and then they'd come back. Oh. I've always wanted to try, I've always liked that. It's, good fun. It's, it's too much Joe Rogan, like, but I've always liked the idea of hunting and actually having yeah. the, the ability to... Like sustain yourself. Yeah, go I get some, like the idea of it. Like, but yeah, I don't think I'd be able to do it. Nah, it's a lot of work getting like a deer and fucking open it up and like, putting follow, all that shit away. Getting the meat that you're supposed to eat. Follow a lot of the like the bow hunters on Instagram for yeah. no reason, other reason than watching them do their thing is amazing. You you want to go and shoot animals? Okay, cool. You probably the bigger you shoot, the more you're going to need to get some sort of outside expertise, and you need to learn essentially how to butcher an animal. Yeah. Yeah, Depends on what I remember. Remember they shot a fox. I remember an old man skinning a fox and that in the back garden. Man. Really? Yeah, man. Oh man. There was oh, a guy shit. called Adam Greentree on uh, on Instagram. He's a professional bow hunter, and he does like his Instagram stories a lot of the time are him like cutting open up a, a fully grown elk, mm -hmm. and he's like the wee packs it down so like literally nothing goes to waste right down at the fucking hide. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? These pro hunters like they know their shit. Some of my friends at home, they'll go like hunting for deer and then they'll just bring it to like a, like the local lodge, which is a butcher, and they'll like chop it up and store it for you. And then you just go back up there and mm -hmm. you can take what you want at the top. You can go back up there and pick it up. And That's what I always remember when my house being, the freezer being full of fucking trout. Yeah. Trout and there's fucking rabbit there and there's, there's all sorts of stuff. <coughs> 
Uh, so what was it again? Sport fishing. Ah, sport fishing. I'll say bro. 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 Nah, I'll say nah. I've converted. I'd like to try fishing. Maybe when I try it, I'll change. Yeah. So it's, a good, it's a good day out. Uh, t- taking your missus to the football. Was that a good day out, Jordan? It was. I, 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 it was Ian's, <laughs> Not the result, was it? No, but... the result was wrong. We'll get into sports. I've got things to say. But uh, Ian put this, like, and it's the thing as well, is like, I quite enjoy spending time with my missus. Okay. I hate all this again. I was like, I've, everyone enjoys time away with their pals, but like, see when people are just like, I had to date to get away from the bird. It's like, why? Like, yeah. why are you so desperate? I think that's, that's coming from be, having been in unhappy relationships in my past and now it's quite nice to but I was good I quite enjoyed the experience like she's no big into football but you know when it's something you're passionate about you want to share it with people you care about and I wanted her to see her see whose idea was it was it yours or it was, it was, it was um, I just said it offhand like it was my birthday on Friday and uh, a wee man was back with his mum last night and somebody had said to me there were still tickets available and I was like I should just fucking go yeah and she goes right it can be part of your birthday present I was like Oh shit, yeah. So it was like, nice. bought the tickets on a day, got the train through, had some dinner, a few tennis on the train. Mm-hmm. Football was pish. But I would say, bro, I, I enjoy spending time with my girlfriend. I was like, if I didn't enjoy spending time with her, then what's the point? What's the point in it? So I would say, bro. So I think it's cool if, like, I would like to bring Connie to the fucking tuna can that is MetLife Stadium in New Jersey and then watch her and watch the Giants. I know she wouldn't be into it, mm. but who knows? It may sway her but, mind and may get her into it. I think it's the experience as well because like Megan's no way shape interest in football, but because yeah. last night was a bit of an end-to-end game, she was up and she was cheering and she was jumping about when we scored that because you get wrapped up in the atmosphere. I think there's more in American sports to keep you keep you going pre-game, mid-game, post-game. Yeah. More of a, it's games, more of a day. So. Yeah, 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 that's true. I, I, I think... I like, my honest opinion, but... You're right, bro. Like, it's, it's important to have to take <clears> away, but... Oh, fuck, I would say bro. Yeah, if I... Like, I would like her to come watch an American football game. I mean, that's cool, but mm. if she wasn't into it, I wouldn't... Like sometimes I think the roles are kind of reversed in this situation where women are more likely to pull their guys to do things that they don't like in I suppose it most traditional relationships. I would say. Yeah, I think. But I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't force her to, to come with me. And no, you didn't. I'm not saying no, you. No, I'm no, just saying I know anybody. What you mean, yeah, I wouldn't be like you have to. If she wasn't into it. Yeah, I wouldn't go. I was just like European game midweek. It's a good atmosphere usually. Um, we so we knee deep in clutch. Fuck. <laughs> playing total clutch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, I'll, I'll say bro. I'm gonna say bro. It's an easy one. What are you gonna say, Andy? Don't know. Like if she said not, nah, I'd be like, well, if you didn't come to the game, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably wouldn't want to anyway because it means having a season ticket. I'd take a gear up my fucking shit hot seat Aye. to go and take two fucking maybe two just, seats what, in the George what, Fox what would, man with <laughs> other granddads. No. What, what would happen? If, I'll be there soon, though, boys. <laughs> what would happen if someone from your season ticket area saw you in like another section with your girl? Would they say something to you? Would they give you shit for it? I don't think so, no. no. Oh, I don't just because you've given up your tickets, they would be like, oh, you're the same with us. No, no, I think they'd understand. Oh, okay. All right. I think they'd understand. If she was a keeper, I'd get her one for next to me for the season after. I'd just shift along a couple. That's like if, she, if, if Megan wanted to go to more games, and she did say she'd like to go to like an SBL game at some point as well, because she's not a fan of FIFA, so UEFA, yeah. so she's like... You can tell it's just a bit fucking, you know, cunts. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, bra. If you know, if you're into it, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to say like this is for me, mm-hmm. and you can't come to it. Like, if you want to come, yeah, you can come. I'm, I'm but quite open to most things that I've never been to. Like, if Maya's yeah. no really got loads. Like, she likes her uh, fucking period dramas. You know what I mean? So if she wanted to go and see a play, I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, it, I'll come along and see a play. It might be something different. It might not be the type of thing you'd normally do. Yeah, but. 
I was like, it's no my thing. <laughs> say, yeah, three gritted teeth, but you'd be there. Nah, <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll pass on it. I've sat see, down and like, tried to take an active interest. This is why I don't have a girlfriend, clearly. No, but see, uh, but I... Clearly. I'm pretty open-minded Failure. for stuff like that, too, because I wouldn't have went to that... that well, I probably would have gone to go see... Uh, not P- uh, P.O.D. and mm-hmm. the, the rock show that I was afraid of. But like we're going to another show on the 24th of November mm-hmm. and it's one of her favorite bands. And I was like, you know what? It's just a, the live atmosphere I like. So yeah, I'll, I'll go check it out. And she, plus the 68 are playing. Good? Yeah. There's yeah. very few bands I've seen live that I've not enjoyed. Like, yeah, it's hard to do that. Snow Patrol, if, if you're wait. interested. Fucking shite all over. <laughs> but Just wait till Drake... Oh yeah, she knows. Oh, Jay Z and that comes to fucking Glasgow or something, man. You know, she's gonna stick out like a sore thumb there. She's going. It's it's, it's more like Megan doesn't like my taste in music, but I quite like what she listens to, and then there's that crossover part. But like, I wouldn't drag her along to a show I'd go and see because she'd just be like this, fingers and ears. La 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 la. (laughs) All right, uh, night and day podcast. Um, People who double dip sources at parties. We we talked on this. We touched on this before. Definitely a gnaw. Putting your whole mouth in there. You know Keep what? that th- thousand island out the sour cream. Yeah, there'll be yeah. big <laughs> trouble, by the way. Big trouble. Should You're be an episode that Keep that thousand island out the sour cream. No double dipping. <laughs> uh, another Canadian on the board, um, Mike Malloy. The Beyond Meat Burger. Uh, have you guys heard about this thing? So Is this the lab-grown one? Don't know if you guys have it out there in Scotland, but it's taken over here and has diverse opinions from hell yeah eating from hell yeah to eating burgers that don't contain meat to why would you basically basically eat a patty made of chemicals? So the Beyond Burger, I should probably look it up so I don't butcher this. Talk amongst yourselves. This, uh, I remember hearing about this. I've tried the meat-free ones, and they were shocking. Like the it's a plant-based burger. It's just the it same is, as eating yeah. any of those Linda McCartney pulled pork ones or anything like that. I, I, I tried. The, well, I don't know if it's maybe a better one. I tried that no bull, that no bull burger. I got it in the food warehouse. Yeah, it was mine. The good. texture was nasty. The taste was weird. I mean, I'd try it. I, I mean, I said, yeah, tried it, but. I'm, I'm gonna eat meat. I'm gonna eat meat. I'm gonna eat meat. Yeah, I'm yeah. still gonna have a burger. Five gonna, guys had a five guys. We're gonna kill it and eat it. Yeah. I'm gonna say, bro, I managed to eat all that stuff for a month. No yeah. bother, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll say, bro, I could too. eat it, it for a month. Me. I could eat it one more time. Do you know what I mean? That that uh, one that I tried is my only experience. I'll say no. <clears throat> oh. I'm uh, willing to try other vegan like foods. Beetroot and bean burgers, and that. It's like just like all the the vegan stuff. It's all plant based, soya based, free from GMOs. And gluten and all that as well. So yeah, I wonder how. If, I wonder how it tastes. Maybe I'll grab one. I mean, we don't get them here, but they're not cheap. Um, it's just popping up here. Tesco's. Are f- what's? I don't know how many that's in a pack. Is that the Beyond Burger? Two hundred and twenty-seven grams. So that must be two patties. That's not very much. Five pound fifty. There's two that is of a lot. Yeah. Four yourself. quid. Four fifty. Chase yourself. <laughs> Uh, you know, does not pay uh, Not on the price, but yeah, if someone wants to buy it and cook it for me, I'll eat the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, what'd you say, Andy? You said bra. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris Small, um, Kirsty Mason. I think that's, that's his, his, fiance, his partner. Yeah. Okay. Oh, his fiance. All right. Mm. Congratulations. Um, Instagram eyebrows. It's a no from her. Sorry, he writes. So this is, uh, <laughs> he put a picture of a bunch of eyebrows. Women spend way too much time on their eyebrows because guess what? We don't give a shit. I, no. I don't know see, if it's for us, though. See, it's nah, it's see the eyebrow, right? Ladies, correct me if I'm wrong here, but 
it's one of these things that you could do a lot of work to it and a guy would never notice. But no. if you fucking did a bad job of it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm. Yeah. So it's one of these ones you're putting in a lot of work for very little return. But as soon as you do it badly, fucking like... That's what I'm saying. Is it one of those I things that women, women <laughs> feel like they're obliged to do? Like, Because I remember I'd fucking, we were bored one day, Megan done my fucking eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And she'd done the middle, got the wee, the wee manly monobrow. Do you know what I mean? That standard wee bit there. And then I was like, all oh, right, soon that's done. She goes, oh, no, that's not done. Then, like, ruin the eyebrows. I was just like, never in a million years would I even think to go anywhere other than the monobrow. And no. usually I just get the wee razor out and just get a wee... The technique itself is, uh, and I quote, an over-dramatised fade where the brow is significantly lighter in the front and then gets deeper in colour as you move throughout the brow mm. to the end. The effect is a brow that looks soft at the beginning and slowly begins to get more devi- defined towards the end of your oh. brow, also known as a HD brow. Oh, yeah, that uh, is the look. Yeah. So, see what I mean? See, to be honest with you, see if... But ooh. if you did it badly looking at that... See if it's something that makes you feel good. Go for chunky it. chunky fucking... Yeah. You know what I mean, like, fucking... If it's, I, I see what I mean, it's maybe no my cup of tea, but then again, I doubt they're doing it for my benefit, so... I'm going to say no. Don't spend your time on Instagram looking at shit like that. I mean, you probably can see some of the stuff that I look at and say the same to me, but... Yeah. Um, I was because Chuff watches a lot of, like, makeup tutorials. She doesn't ever do... Well, she might not do half of them, but... Yeah. It's, she sits and watching those videos because she enjoys it. So if, I can, if you enjoy it, I'm going to say, bro. Uh, you can notice, like, when people spend a lot of time on them and it doesn't work. Yeah. And, like, that's when I notice. I'm like, mm. ugh, that looks terrible. Or they just have that, like, surprised that's expression. What I'm saying. It's one of those ones you could do a lot of work to it and people don't even really notice that, mm. oh, my God, you know, look how much work she's done on her eyebrows. But as soon as you fuck it up, mm. folk are like, oh, Ooh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, bro, it's nothing wrong with I'd rather she had the eyebrows than didn't have them. No, that's so. true. Instagram or not. You get a lot of people that tattoo their eyebrows on nowadays. That's a thing. Seems like a lot less work in the morning, yeah, yeah. for these ladies well, doing like their eyebrows. like a 50-year-old lady that did that. Wait, so do you have, uh, do girls do their eyebrows every morning? Like, do they do it like... I don't think so, but I think they do them to a point where, like, they, they maintain. Hmm. Is it worth it? Haven't we noticed? We sound like such barbarians yeah. on this podcast. I'll say for all. <laughs> do girls do this? <laughs> all right. <laughs> girls are silly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the bra nose? That's the bra nose. Oh, I got a piss. That was good. All right, we'll wait for you to, for sports. Sports? Sports. Sports. Uh, let's get I wonder what he's going to talk about, Mike. I have absolutely no clue. I should have. Let me some. just see what's happened to Celtic in the last couple of days. I, need to, I should have got some uh, <laughs> some jokes on there. I liked a tweet somebody had put up the other day. Uh, let me see if I can find it quickly. I like. It what was this? Was this your the your own? No, 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 no. This is somebody. Somebody had tweeted this. Where we go? Yeah. So they said, you know. Uh, Incoming Celtic supporters demanding change and feeling hard done by. Fuck them. They'll never understand real football misery. And that really resonated with me. Yeah. You know, because you see them all spilling out on Twitter, again, demanding this, demanding that, feeling hard done by by the mm. result. But they don't know what, as I say, what real football misery and real bad luck no. and real not, shit is. Not, not recently, at least. <laughs> um, 
So, but yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. Oh, okay, this was Champions League football. Yeah, but it's not oh. good. It's not good for Scottish football because it's not good for the coefficient. Um, obviously, you want your teams in your country, regardless of who they are, to do as well in European competition as possible. That yeah. raises your coefficient, meaning the higher your coefficient gets, the likely less qualifying rounds your teams might then have to play in future years okay. to qualify for those tournaments. So the better your teams do, in theory, the easier it should be for you to progress through should you have to go through qualifying rounds. But So the better the teams in your countries do, the easier it should be for other teams that follow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's raising your, your coefficient, your ranking. Okay. So last night was utter pish. Right, I was fucking... I've always been quite... A, I've been a defender <coughs> in Neil Lennon, but he got it fucking wrong last night. Like Nine million pounds worth of defenders left on the bench. One of arguably our best central midfielder played out of position at left-back where we left an actual left-back on the bench. You paid three million for, didn't Aye. you? Who's uh. had a couple of rough games, but he's just getting started, man. And then, as well as that, Johnny Hayes wasn't even in the squad. He's had a couple of great games at fucking left-back. Mm -hmm. But no, for the second time, to devastating effect for the other team, Callum McGregor was left at left-back. You know, Celtic started the domestic campaign very strongly. Uh, a 7-0 win and then a 5-2 win in the first two games. Uh -huh. That result there is going to knock the wind right out the start of your season. And if I was Rangers, I'd be sitting there thinking to myself, maybe these guys are here for the taking. Ooh. That I, first old firm game is going to be very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, See, uh, first weekend, uh, I think it's the 1st of September. So Sunday right, the for the pickings? I'm telling you, look, I've, I've watched all the football Celtic have played domestically this year. And... The fact of the matter is, last play, there was spells in that game where they played fucking really well. See, going forward, if you watch all three of the Celtic goals, mm -hmm. they excellently worked uh, team goals. And especially that, Cluj's defence were fucking rank. Absolutely minging. <laughs> Yours were worse. And our, that's what I was say. <laughs> Ours were fucking terrible. Like, going forward, you would look at us and think, this is the fucking... Like, that's why the crowd started getting behind them again. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as the ball crossed into our half, all over the shop... Scott Bain is fucking stealing a living as a Celtic goalkeeper. <laughs> fucking stealing a living. He was the first goal. He watched it going to the fucking back post, expecting it to go wide. Yeah. If you're a professional goalkeeper, if you're going to do that, you best at least know where the fucking goal is. Uh, see folk going mental, kind of sort of saying, you know what the fuck are we doing with Dundee? Dundee fucking goal. <laughs> ah, I'm, like, I'm swearing to fuck and a lot, but I try and stay away from complaining about the board, but it's a fucking joke. The amount of money Celtic have amassed in transfers over the last few years is fucking ridiculous. I read something like a hundred million odd. Million. Uh, I think maybe uh, you mentioned sure it to me earlier. hundred million in transfers. Yeah. And Lennon was just talking last week for the window shot saying, I we've got eyes on another right back, another striker, and another defender. And we've signed fucking nobody apart from Big Julian and Bolly and Golly or whatever his fucking name is. Big Julian. But last night Lennon got it fucking terribly wrong. Terribly yeah. wrong. And as well as that, look, some nights you're kidding as yourself, Andy, and Mike, for fucking just any sports fan, yeah. times where your team just aren't firing. The thing with Celtic last night is they couldn't do the simple things well. Botched passes, fucking heavy touches, kept driving the ball wide, no shooting. Saying that, Clues set up quite well at parts where they just crowded us out the box. And I'm not making any other excuses. It's a slow... Remember what I was talking about with St. Johnston last week? How when you take squads... And you slowly break them apart and you sell off your best players, but you never really reinvest the money mm -hmm. back into the team. You're starting to see what's happening with St. Johnston now. Mm -hmm. 
Case in point with Celtic, again, mm. you, you know, stripping your best assets season after season mm -hmm. and never adequately replacing those who have departed. And the cumulative effect is, okay, you get through the next season and maybe through the next season, but eventually it gets to a point well, where you, you, you're not good enough anymore. And that's the simple... Celtic had to... And I if if Celtic blow ten in a row this year, chew your fucker. Mate, it was it was evident. Peter Law, it, uh, it was evident that the board last season it needed to spend more money because as Rangers were closer, and this year they're even closer, if not on a par. Like and he says, we won't really know now until the first old firm because both teams are scoring domestically for fun. But the Celtic board have gotten away with for the last years because Rangers have been so poor and financially struggling. They haven't had They've to They've been spend... able to systematically strip the best assets of the exactly. squad. Simple but now, as that. But now that Rangers are fucking starting to fire up, we need to, we've just got £25 million but, pounds but for you a fucking... Do, but that's what makes the, the decisions even more staggering, like totally bewildering, is mm. that you knew there would come a day where Rangers would eventually rebuild mm -hmm. and we'd get to a point where they were genuinely able to challenge for the title. We don't know if they're going to be able to do that this season, but it looks like, yet again, Celtic have taken another step backwards... And you better fucking hope this time that everybody else doesn't take that step forward because you won't win the league. Definitely. I, I like Last night, and I'm trying not to shit on them too much. Yeah, is this an overreaction? Because, that's something, because the, the, two, the, the two domestic games we've had so far have been great, and it's some really nice attacking football. Everyone knows that Brendan Rodgers got a wee bit of found out in the last year. Still obviously won everything, but at the same time, teams made it more difficult because they learned how to play against them. Lennon's come in this year, and domestically, he's got played some beautiful football. Again, we're a big fish in a smaller pond when it comes to how much money we have. So it's going to be easier against domestic teams. But last night, he got the tactics so sensationally fucking wrong. And I'd rather he came out and said why he left big Christoph Julian on the bench or why he started Kalmax, but he didn't do that. You can't do that because mm. you end up, you know, you drop somebody for a reason. You can't then go out in public and sell the guy down the river to say, you know, I don't think defensively mm. he'd be good enough to cope with this. And then the comedy of errors continues. You see this on Twitter today. Scott Brown accidentally liked the tweet slagging off Neil Lennon and his tactics last night mm. and then issued a Twitter apology today. Now, I think it might have been an accident because Scott Brown doesn't seem like the type of guy to do that. But at the same time, what a fucking clusterfuck it's been. The last 24 hours have been Poor brutal. 24 hours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I know a lot of Celtic fans are overreacting, just like you were overreacting with Tierney leaving. Um, that smart, is, smart move he's made. That has fucking done my boxing but, all yeah, week. Yeah, that's crazy. But ridiculous. My point is this. The reason that everybody's overreacting and because of the result last night are for the reasons that I mentioned. And from an outsider, it is perfectly clear to see that Peter Lowell is making a killing off the back of Celtic Football Club and the money that they're raking in isn't being put back into the, the playing squad. We've got some new disco lights, though, boys. Eh? <sighs> so. man, look, I'm, I, I'm, I'm never going to slag off Lennon. I still like him as a manager. Last night, he just got it wrong. And you can't, like you say, Mike and Andy, so you can't overreact and say, he's no the man for it. Do you know what I mean? Because, like you say, domestically, the football's been fucking beautiful. We've been shite in Europe for years, and it's like Andy says, because we're no getting the funds to challenge. Yeah, and we should be because, like they say, there's the the difference between us and the rest of the teams in the SPL is ridiculous. So we should be smashing it domestically in the league, but financially we should also be playing there. But we're not. And the one I seen today was a Champions League club, fucking Europa League board. It's pish, and we can't consider ourselves a Champions League team until we actually start fucking acting like it. 
Regardless of the history, yes, we're a big club, yes, we've got history in the sport, but right now we don't fucking deserve any of that history because we've been shocking for a long time when it comes to challenging the British. You'd be lucky to get a Europa League group. I'm not at that. No. I, I know, but last night was bad. I'm trying not to flip out too much because I know on their day Celtic would have fucking romped that. But last night was pathetic. Nah, they say on your day, but there's more and more off days coming mm -hmm. at the end, back end of last year, and you know, even all the last season, the off days are starting to to add up now and mm. it's for the reasons I, th I think anyway so fucking seek mate uh, I'll just touch on like you said the the, the fucking shit that Tierney, Kieran Tierney's been getting has been embarrassing man he's a fucking fuck, fuck mate fuck. he's off to London who gives a fuck he's making it rain now. off to go and test <laughs> himself against some of the best players in the world he becomes a legend man he's 22 and he's at Arsenal this could just be the first jump to fucking wherever else I don't understand why anyone would. I don't want to. I know we talked about this last week, but I just don't understand why anyone would shit on that. Oh, it's, it's, it's annoying. It's embarrassing. The amount of folk I have blocked this week purely for Celtic fans has been. And just fucking 40 year old men slagging off a 22 year old lady and they're sitting <laughs> with their thumb up their arse in a fucking dead end job. Get your silly fuck. <laughs> Ugh. Hi oh. Right. Fuck. Oh, I'm in a bad mood. Any, others, any other football news? <sighs> no much, really. No much. It's too early to tell. No much. Know. Things are looking good for United. How are they getting on? Top of the league. Dundee are second. Uh, so we'll have a wee derby. No next week, I think the week after. So uh, looking forward to that. What day is that? To watch. We can get some tickets. What's that? Dogs, heading out to watch. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What day yeah. is it? The 24th? I can't remember. I think oh, fuck, it was I need to double check. I'll miss um, that. That would have been good. But aye, so other than that, sports. No, United are playing all right. Uh, there's really no much going on apart from Celtic it's kind of been dominating all the headlines mm. oh I wanted to say one thing I did uh, want to throw a bet out there if you want a wee bit of money go and put on Raheem Sterling to score over 25 Premier League goals this year you're getting good odds with Paddy Power oh okay over 25 in a Premier League campaign he started with a hat trick last week I think he's going to score a lot of goals this year your old dad's got a bet for you there. So, oh, and we've also got um, fucking. We've got some big UFC coming up as well. The the Cormier Miocic this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. That will be a good so, one actually. So this oh, weekend, Saturday. I haven't I haven't really been. Uh, I haven't placed any bets on the UFC in quite a while. What do you reckon? Mm, What's the gut feeling? I honestly think Stipe Miocic is all winner. Do you reckon? Hey. Yeah, I think he got caught with a shot last time. I don't think he'll get caught twice. As good a wrestler as Daniel Cormier is, mm -hmm. Stipe Miocic is also a deadly beast. grappler. Absolute he's beast. A beast. of a man, like, and he's got devastating knockout, knockout power. I think he'll, I think he'll win the rematch. Oof. I like DC though. Ah. Don't get me wrong, good guy. I don't want to see him lose, but I don't think, uh, I don't think he'll win. Let's get it on. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's fuck aye. I feel like I was going to say something and I totally forgot what it was. Hard Knock started. Oh, shit. Who's yeah. it this year? The Oakland Raiders. Oh. Have they went to LA yet? No. Vegas. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. The Vegas. Was the Vegas Raiders? Raiders. Was it the LA Raiders now. Yeah, the LA Raiders. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It is Oakland still. They're going to Vegas. They're going to, they're going to, I knew they were doing something. Yeah. Going to Vegas in 2020. Um... It was a really cringy moment where, like, there was they always have like the, the same characters. They have like the the wily veteran, and mm. they always have the uh, the loudmouth rookie. And they had the rookie where D Derek Carr, the quarterback, took them out all out to dinner. And 
I understand that some of these guys is like the first time they're being in like a really, really nice restaurant, yeah. especially coming from maybe like a underprivileged background. They're mm. going to college and not having any money still. Yeah. And now they're making a lot of money and now they're in these nice restaurants. And the guy's like, is it salmon or is it salmon? And they talked about whether it's salmon, whether they pronounce the L in salmon or not for about five minutes. And I was like, eventually David Carr at the end of it was kind of, uh, Derek Carr at the end of it was kind of like, you call it whatever you want to call it, buddy. <laughs> but the guy just kept saying, salmon, salmon, salmon. I was like, this is so fucking annoying. But um, yeah, I do like those. I like the, the behind the scenes. We talked about all or nothing as well recently. So. I know. I need to get. I need to watch it before the season starts. Is that more of a watch not listening to? Is that just a flawless segue you've just sucked us in with? It? Oh, it could be. Drop what it. have you? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I've been watching Hard Knocks. So I guess I'll start off. Um, yeah, Hard Knocks is always good. Love mm. that show. Love. It makes me want to play football. It makes me want to knock someone's head off. Um, Game Pass isn't working again. Did you see my tweet? <laughs> Mid-season form. I was a Mid-season form. Very good. Andy Henderson did send me a message. He's like, I've never had any problems with it ever. He's like, it just may be your internet connection. I was like, you know what? It may be. He's but- got that posh boy in. <laughs> Extra bandwidth. That's that top tier, right? Yeah, yeah, he's got that shamrock bowl internet. Yeah, yeah. I don't got that. <laughs> um, also watched some more of Years and Years. Finished mm. years, and re- years and Years. Awesome, awesome show. Nice. Um, I don't know if I did give it a grade, but I'm going I'm to give that an eight, eight and a half, oh, actually. Nice. Eight and a half. Also watched uh, Euphoria. Yeah, you, talk, you told me about this on Saturday, and I couldn't yeah. look into it. I mean, we didn't talk about Saturday, actually. Uh, yeah, Euphoria. So it's uh, Zendaya. I don't know her last yeah, name. Yeah, she's in Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. She's just like a one-name... Oh, I saw that too. I will get to that anyway. Um, yeah, so Zendaya's in it. She basically plays like this drug-addicted teenager... Um, her father dies, which kind of sends her into this whole like pill popping phase, and she ends up going into rehab. Well, she ends up overdosing and then going into rehab, and it's just her kind of trying to stay off the drugs. And she ends up meeting like this transsexual uh, <coughs> girl, um, and they kind of end up hitting off. It's about relationships and just teenage stuff. Very, very well written. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of peen in it. A whole lot of peen in it. Of so if you like a lot of dick. Uh, miles of it so uh, if you're into that check it out now um, but it's a really really good show we, I've finished all of that can't wait for the second season to start executive produced by Aubrey Graham himself Drake oh shit um, I'll give that I'll give that a seven and a half just because um, this is gonna sound weird I just wish that she was on drugs a bit more <laughs> throughout it just because those scenes were just really cool just showing yeah. how high she was but but definitely definitely check that out. I also watched that because uh, you said Spider Man. I didn't have this on my list. What's the cartoon one that uh, Stosh wrote about? Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. That movie was fucking awesome. So good, man. My daughters put it on, and I was just like, I was like just fucking around making lunch for them in the kitchen, and I sat down on the couch. I was like, holy shit, this movie's really really good. Fucking amazing. I give. I'm going to go high on that. I'm going to give that an eight. Oh, that yeah, was really really good. Even if you don't like the story, man, the design of it's amazing. And they yeah, use, I watched uh, like a behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, but like a making of. And like the style drawn is like specifically referenced from Spider-Man comics, so it's not so much a movie as it is just a visual. It's an actual, an animated comic. Yeah. Because the drawing is like specific to different issues, and um, they're just going hard. Because the type of thing they can't do in like live action films is a lot of the multiverse stuff. So, wait, what's the what was the thinking behind it? Did the real Spider-Man die, and these were just different Spider-Mans from? It's like alternate universes. That's that's the whole thing. So it's in the Spider-Verse. Like the multiverse is a big thing in Marvel comics. Yeah, Star should be able to tell us more. But like, there's a lot of ones where it's just alternative galaxies. It's, it's a way of them being able to tell stories whatever they want. Like one of the Spider-Man universes, he's British. 
See, I'm, I was a bit confused because there was one who I thought was Spider-Man, but then it wasn't Spider-Man because the grandmother didn't know him. So it seemed like it was different, like yeah. she didn't know him, but it was, they, it looked like Spider-Man Well, like in that, for spoilers, but in that universe, yeah. the main Miles Morales is one, the Spider-Man from that universe is dead. So he's taking so over he's that. So he's becoming Spider-Man, and then the other guy, okay. the main, the other Spider-Man in it is from an alternative universe. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, that's fucking that's a sensational film. Really, really good great. movie. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I don't. No, I haven't really been watching too much, actually. Um, not a lot of new music out. Just podcasts. Preparing for fantasy football. So I listened to a lot of a lot of that shit recently. Mm. Um, no, that's that's pretty much it for me. I say, I uh, I've not listened to loads because I've had the wee man. So I've not really had a lot of time. I will shout out again as. The Open Goal podcast with Cy Ferry and Paul Slane mm-hmm. is just if you're into Scottish football, it might, it might go a bit more over your head, Mike. But like, I I, you. you maybe get into it a bit. But that is probably one of the best shows you'll listen to. Like, I was listening on the way over here, and like, you know, you're doing that daft thing, you're walking along, listening to something funny, and you smile. And I was like, I must look like a fucking psychopath because I was like cutting about like trying not to laugh as yeah. I'm walking through Morrison's. Like so good, so that's, I'm gonna give that like a nine point five because it cracks me up every time. Paul Slane. What do they do? Do they just review the week's? Well, they get like they business. T- they bring on so some. So it's the main the main host, a guy called Cy Ferry, who's a second division footballer, mm. failed Celtic footballer, um, and he interviews different Scottish football guests, like big characters in Scottish football, past and present. And then sometimes it's like a three man weave. It's him. Uh, an ex-player called Paul Slane, who's a fucking heed the ball, absolutely amazing, just a to- the ball. absolute loose unit, and uh, a guy called Kevin Kyle, who's like a big stuttery ex-player, but he's again absolutely class as a reference for anyone who listens to Open Goal. Um, so definitely, like, if you haven't already, and I, I don't think there's many folk who watch Scottish football that don't listen to Open Goal. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> oh, mate. And I, I think you'd be right up your street. They do, a, they do one as well called Right in the Coupon. Right. And it's uh, Cy Ferry, Frank McAvenny, and a third guy that I can't remember. And they go over the fixtures for the SPL for the week and they pick their coupons right, on okay. the show. All right, that um, so that's a good listen. Um, you know I mean? I've always been off the ball faithful for oh, me. Oh, I love off the that's, ball, man. That's, yeah. that's your Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. But finding time for another wee podcast week I do need to give it a try because you're always sort of saying me man check it I'm telling you telling you'd love it like um, also watch Wreck It Ralph Ralph Breaks the Internet oh yeah the sequel to the first one fucking amazing Mm. man like the first one was a good movie like the wee man came through and the three of us sat and watched it and I was pissing myself after about 15 minutes Mm -hmm. Um, definitely my favourite Disney film granted but really good so that gets I'll give that a I'll give that a seven. Okay, the first one would have got like a five. So it was definitely better than the original. Uh, also, Megan wasn't the film. Also, you know, you do like, try and make your bird feel better. I watched Tangled War, the Disney film about Rapunzel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Very good. Very, yeah. very good, man. Just a sta- your standard Disney, couple of fucking risque jokes in there, man. Some <laughs> some guy getting he- hit in the head by a frying pan. That's always funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll give that a, a five. No, I'll give it a six. Uh, just your standard Disney film, feel good movie. Um, oh, it's a retrospective one. Rewatched the the Batman, Christopher Nolan trilogy, the Dark Ooh. Knight saga. Yeah, fucking good. brilliant. Man. Good set of movies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's a solid eight point five for me. Like that's just all they're, of them. Oh, they're all good. They're all well cast. They all look brilliant. They're like as realistic as you could get a Batman film. Like you couldn't have fitted. You couldn't have joined that onto a universe 
because it would have been too, anything else would have been too fantastical. Do you think Christopher Nolan kind of started this whole kind of brooding, dark, kind of everything's going to shit kind of look to movies, I think, like action movies? I think Batman's always had that feel. Yeah. So I think that's why Batman worked, but they've struggled with other characters in that See, universe. I don't know, like the early Batmans, like the Michael Keaton one, like that wasn't, it was dark, it needs to be dark because it's Batman, don't get me wrong, but it just seemed like, like uh, the, the Batman, the later on Batman was so conflicted. Like, are they doing the right thing? And they're, they're fighting the demons from the past. I'm, no, I guess Batman's always fighting the demons from the past. But it just seems like he was so troubled all the time. I think, see with, see with Batman specifically, like if you look at the films, like you say, the Michael Keaton ones were good. Both of those were good Batman films. Yeah. They were right because it was um, Tim Burton that did those ones. Oh, well, yeah, he's yeah, kind of so similar. had that yeah. style. But then if you look at the, the one with Val Kilmer and the one with George Clooney, so it was Batman Forever and... So I can't remember. Those three films, yeah, yeah, you're right. They are kind of the same. They yeah. were too ridiculous. I think what Christopher Nolan does, but he was like, did, you had to reboot it completely, yeah, because those films were so poorly looked upon that you had to do something completely different from what had come before. That's crazy. If you think about that Batman, right? That had um, I don't know which one it was, but it had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. It had Jim Carrey. Wasn't it was Halle Berry in that too? That one? No, that was Catwoman, which was also universally panned. Yeah, was shit. It, Tommy Lee Jones was in it. Yeah, yeah, he Nicole, was two faced. Kidman, uh, what's that boy? The boy that played Robin was Christopher something. He was quite. He was big at the time. Yeah, that was George just... Clooney, Val Kilmer, like they had big people in these roles, but they were just really badly oh, made. Must have been nuts. Um, but aye, so like, they got they got. It was I say eight point five, eight point five. That's a solid set of films for me. Okay, uh, and I think that's a bit for me. I watched a video on Blade the other day. Yeah just a YouTube video about Blade and like they were talking about the original film and if it still stands up and like they were talking and I was like I really want to re-watch Blade because apparently it still looks fucking great like the CGI is a bit dodgy like the Wesley Snipes one yeah this actually was something I wrote down earlier just for a wee tangent maybe do it on a Patreon okay I'll talk about it on Patreon see it for the Patreon yeah, write it down yeah but that's that's it from me you're old dog you're old dog you're old yeah. Duke I finished up the Walking Dead season 2 the Telltale yeah game. So I'm going to give that one a seven and a half. Slightly lower rating than the first one because it was a wee bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, I did manage to complete it without um, finishing the game with anybody. So my goal to get through and not have a group or anything to go into the next season, that just, they just pissed me off a lot of them. So I was just like, <laughs> fuck it, you can die. Let the get zombie fucking, yeah, get, get eaten. Get wrecked, mate. Um, so I started season three. It's pretty good. Uh, so season two, I'll give seven and a half. I watched a good documentary. It's two-part thing called 9320. So it's about Man City's first Premier League title win. Back, the Aguero goal. Aguero! Because that was the time that he scored Ooh, the goal. That? So that's on YouTube, on Man City's YouTube channel. Oh, okay. So there's two of them. The first one's from the player's perspective. The second one's from the media's perspective. So they're interviewing guys like Henry Winter and fucking all the commentators, Martin Tyler, all these fucking boys. Uh, so that was a good watch, that. That wasn't too bad. I'll give that one... I'll give that a six and a half. Uh, what else have I been watching? I've been watching more MasterChef. Fucking... You know how I am. I've been watching old episodes of Whose Line Is It Anyway when I've been in my bed this week. Love that show. Yes. (laughs) Because one came up on, my YouTube was on autoplay and I was sitting, I think it was playing Walking Dead and I just finished up 
And I was like, what the fuck is this doing on it? What's his name? Ryan Styles. Uh, yeah. That big lanky cunt. He's fucking <laughs> yeah. he's like doing something. Colin Mockery. He's got his hands behind his back. And I was yeah. just like, fuck it. I haven't watched this in so long. I just let it play. I took my laptop through it in my bed. And then before you know it, I've probably, about three nights this week, I've probably watched about five episodes. That's one of the things. That's I, great I, shot. Chuff got me into going down like rabbit holes, like YouTube rabbit holes of that. And just like lying in bed and we just sit for an hour watching 15 minute clips of Who's Line, man? Do you yeah. do you like the the American one or the or the British one better? The thing with the British one is it's a wee bit dated now. Like the yeah. American ones are more up to date, mm. but originally I preferred the British ones. Looking back with my rose tinted specs on, yeah, the British ones are kind of wee bit unwatchable now. <laughs> uh, guys like Tony, remember Tony Slattery? No, he rings a bell actually. Yeah, fucking, he used to be in it. Uh, other than that, music wise, uh, Swain's EP is finished. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to give him eight and a half bananas. I can't be giving more shit tens. Look, I'm <laughs> sure you can. What do no, you mean? I didn't do any beats on it, but obviously I did all the vocals and all that kind of stuff from. Um, so that's sounding really, really good. Sounding. De- Andy might let me hear a wee snippet. So um, sounding sharp. I went on a quick rabbit hole because I was needing some just chill out music while I was doing some stuff like stuff for sale in my house. So these forms, anti laundering shit. Like your old dad's laundering money, twenty eh? k under the mattress. Fuck me. <laughs> um, so I just. I, I put on this is going to sound stupid I put on the FIFA 19 soundtrack because there's a lot of artists and songs on it that I like that I've never actually explored any of the artists mm-hmm. so I went away and I was exploring all sorts of different stuff uh, like Mansion Air and lots of foreign artists because like with the FIFA ones there's lots of different um, sort of foreign artists and stuff like that but there's some, some good stuff man a good artist called Bob Moses Wrote a really good track on the FIFA soundtrack called Heaven Only Knows. Went and started listening to him. Um, generally, stuff's like pretty solid, so it was quite impressive. Just just nice little picks. And another one I was listening to is a lassie called Cor- uh, Courtney Barnett. She's like an Australian bird. Um, she's got band in that, but she does really catchy songs, but they're all about, like, stupid stuff. Like, from a bird's point of view, you know, like... Our, can't make her period or fucking boyfriend yeah. or she's having a bad hair day and shit like that. But her music's really listenable. So just something different rather yeah. than all the usual stuff that I listen to. So I just thought I'd throw that one in there. I'll give a uh, Courtney Barnett, I'll give her I'll give her six and a half. But that's a strong six and a half. Mm. That's not a weak can this was shite. This was more than listenable and I didn't mm. expect it to be yeah. as listenable as of what it was. Uh, other than that. Let's have a quick look. YouTube history, it's fucking big. It's deep. Uh, <laughs> it's big. It's deep. It's lots wide of, like lots a of fucking, fire alarm. Lots of shit. Oh, the one other thing I'm doing, sorry, is other than starting Hitman 2, which you'll see there on the table, which I just started tonight, I'm going to wait to start getting prepped for FIFA 20. Oh, when's that coming out? What are we talking? I think September the 24th, but because I've got mine pre-ordered, I get the three days early mm. access. Hey. So I'll be getting prepped. Prep now is... Prep silly. Well, it's now kind of seen, right, what, who's got the fucking beast cards? Who's got the beast-looking cards going in this year? So as soon as I get that game loaded up, mm. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do a road to glory. I think I might put maybe 40 or 50 quid of FIFA points on my account to really kick my account off this Ooh. year. Because I always do a poor man's road to glory every year where I don't put money into the game and yeah. I've just got to really grind the trade. But I think what I want to do this year is before everybody else gets on on release date, that three-day early access has just got on while it's quiet, fucking rattle through 20, 30 quid worth of packs because there's less people opening packs. More potential, potentially. More potential, potentially? <laughs> potentially, I might have more potential to... Um, 
packs and better players because obviously there are less folk just sitting there fucking spamming packs at the start of the game. Yeah. But I'm caught in two minds because I always do a poor man's road to glory every year and I manage fine. My team is God tier. Like, you know, it's no problem. But I do, this year, I really want to go and try and make, I don't know, like 100 million transfer profit or something for like the entire year. Because I only played fucking three months. Mm-hmm. So and you got a dope team only in three months. You no going. You could look at my team and argue there. There's no way to improve it. Mm. No way, man. I, should, yes, I showed you earlier. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, basically just getting prepped for that, and that means I've just been watching some some of my favorite YouTubers and streamers. Just guys drop a wee video. Here's what we are doing to prep for FIFA 20. Yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe this year I might just grab you know, 30, 40 quid points and really just give myself that massive cash stack right at the yeah. start of the game so that when I can trade, I can trade high value and at a high level instantly and that's just going to increase my my profit exponentially, man. It's just, it'll just go mental. Does EA, they do this with Madden, do they take members of like the FIFA community and bring them in to the making of the game and let them try it out? And No, but they've done the, they've done a beta this year. So they've done, they usually do it, but it's a closed beta. So it's very... Yeah, they used to do an open beta. Murray Ged got a fucking beta. How? Murray's sitting, he's been sitting, same as me, you've just got to have your EA account and just have like tech for emails and stuff from EA. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he got one come through. So he's been sitting this week playing that new mode, the, the FIFA Street mode, the yeah. Volta it's called. And he also is, his other mode got fucking ultimate team. I was like, oh, you lucky oh. bastard, man. But so will that carry on when he gets the full game? No, no. Uh, no. But you can still buy FIFA points, eh? Mm. Cheeky bastard. Oh. So you can, but can you keep those people? Oh, okay, that's what you mean. Okay, so right. that's what that's I'm doing. Filthy. That so is that, filthy. So that's what I'm doing now. Is I'm trying to see if I can find just a wee something something online that I can, maybe somebody's doing FIFA points on a wee ten or five percent discount on CD gear, and I'll maybe just grab. 25 30 quids worth yeah but it goes against my principles because i don't put money in ea but i know that this year like could be a big year it's not just that i noticed that this year as well there are more and more people investing in the game more and more people wanting to try and be investors but they really either don't have the patience or not prepared to put in the time they just don't know what they're doing Mm -hmm. um so i'm figuring that you know it's gonna be hard competition so if i give myself that extra you know, when the game goes out on the the release of the twenty seventh, and I've had three days, I might have, you know, two, three, four hundred k in the bank, potentially. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a position there to just go on and just from that point just fly. Take off. You yeah. trade those team of the one team of the week one cards. That's gold. Those tri- team of the week one cards are like gold because come the end of the game, they've mm. been out of packs for fucking forty weeks. Mm-hmm. And everybody's needing that 84 Raheem Sterling team of the week card. They're needing this fucking special card here yeah. to do an SBC or something. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you're looking at fucking 250,000 coins a card for a pishy left back or something like that. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I know I've kind Fuck of no, blabbered no, on a wee bit there, guys. But, yeah, that's that's what's been going down. I got two more things I left off my list. Sorry. Uh, one, um, this one came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's called Tupac Must Die. So it was the video and the song is about the guy that um, that you know before Tupac got shot in Vegas, the guy that they beat up in the lobby of that 
mm-hmm. that casino. Yeah. So it's kind of from his point of view. And the guy, Glasses Malone, the rapper, he got a lot of shit for it because they're like, oh, what, you think Tupac should have died? He's like, no, I'm not saying that, but he's like, I'm just coming from that point of view. Mm-hmm. Really, really good song, a super mm-hmm. good video, too. I'll put it on the Facebook page. Nice. Um, also, a show that I watched the other night um, called The Ultimate War- uh, Warrior. Have you seen the show? I've seen that. With uh, John John Richardson, the guy's name was. Really, really good concept for a show, and it's actually pretty funny, too. The Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. So that's like warrior, the, warrior, they yeah. might take like William Wallace and put him up against a fucking samu- samurai or no, something like that. She's saying warrior. Warrior, yeah. So they take uh, like what your warrior. 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 I thought yeah. you meant warrior. That's no. I Could you well. speak English, please? I'm sorry. I- <laughs> warrior. Good, uh, American. So they, they Craig. take. They- <laughs> Craig's a warrior. Craig what? David was the What's first he worried about? He's, not, he's a warrior. <laughs> The, Sorry, Mike. The guests that come on the show, they say things <clears throat> that they're worried about, and then he t- he puts the, he rates them, and they kind of make fun of all these things, and then he kind of rates them at kind of like an amber light system. Um, I know it sounds kind of boring the way I explained it, but to have a look, it's, it's pretty funny. Okay, move on. <laughs> I honestly thought you were saying warrior. I, I tried to. I knew after you said that, I was like, oh shit! I think I no, said that there's wrong. A, there's a new show on Netflix called Woo Warriors or something. Like that. That's what I thought you was on about. Warrior, 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 warrior. I the ultimate warrior. Warrior. I it, warrior. warrior. Am I saying it wrong? Warrior. I think you're just in that instance. We'll go back to the tape. We will. All right. Uh, is that you? That's me. <laughs> um, right. Well, I don't, when's this one going out? What do you mean? When's it going out? My episode. We'll go out tomorrow. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. uh, come down to. Uh, that's just for the week. <laughs> Come, uh, come getting the night off, am I? <laughs> no, I was just wondering if there was any point in, bl- in, uh, in shouting out Blend on Friday. Oh, hell yeah, man. They ran a fringe festival. Um, it's, uh, it's the Thick King's birthday. Hey. Big 3-0. I'll be doing a wee set. Uh, Rana's, I was speaking to her the other day. She's arranged some cool shit for this one. It seems like she's put a lot of effort in, like she does with everyone, but this one's going to be the Rana Fringe Festival. Um, so there's been some decent promo out just now. Um, it's getting a lot of love. There's been... Um, a lot of good poets announced a lot of stand-up, or well, not a lot of stand-up, it's me doing stand-up, but a lot of spoken word artists, um, a lot of people coming from outside of Perth, so that's Friday the 16th of August at Little Bird Cafe. Can I just add a drop in there for something as well? I yeah. forgot that your old dad's going to be on the panel at Discovery Music. Yes, sir. Uh, Discovery oh, yeah. Music Presents 2019. Uh, so I'll be there. I can't remember what the fucking date is. But, uh, hang on, it's here somewhere. But, yeah, that'll be, uh, should be pretty good. So I'll be there fucking chatting about producing podcasts and kind of some of the stuff. Check your old dad out. Panelist. I fucking chat on about so. Get doing, come on, ask ask your old dad a question. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what the date is. We'll figure it out. We'll (laughs) it out in the socials. (laughs) Um, It's like the start of September. Old fun weekend. Uh, Like I said, yeah, come down, check it, blend and stand out at Little Bird Cafe. It's a fucking great night. It's my birthday, so come down and have a couple of drinks. Fiver entry, BYOB, one of the best damn raffles in the tune. Your old dad's excited for the raffle. September 21st for the Discovery Music. So come and see Jordan on Friday. Are you going to be there, Mike? I'll come after work, yeah. Yeah, cool. I'll be there as well. So come and see all three of us. Aye. And then uh, come and ask me some questions on the 21st. That would be awesome. Deadly. Deadly. So thank you very much for listening and contributing this week. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, iTunes, and Podbean, Monkey Sword Fight. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore M dots. And I'm hanging out there at Macapella. You can also hit us up on monkeysoulfightpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have our Patreon. Uh, some cool shit coming once your old dad's building the new lab. Hey. 
I'm on it. He's on it. We're all, all on right. it. Like Thank you very much. <laughs> Peace. Hoo! <laughs> Thank you.